This is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for the Steak for Breakfast podcast. It's Tuesday, April 27th, 2021, and this is the People's Podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast. This is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Today, Junior! America! Steak. For breakfast! So stand by! This episode of the show is brought to you by Stay Ready Gear USA. Visit stayreadygear.com. Use the code STEAK at checkout. Save 5% off holsters, tourniquet carries, EDC dump trays, t-shirts, hats, all that good stuff. Also by ManRubs. As always, use the code STEAK15 at ManRubs.com. Save 15% off anything in their store. Blowtorches for your barbecue. Rubs for your meat. T-shirts to get laughs out of people in public. And all sorts of other good stuff if you're or, into barbecuing. Or dirty looks. Mm. Or dirty looks. Um, we always, as always, have the Make Barbecue Great Again coffee mug. That was given to us by them. Um, huge supporter of the show. Again, that's manrubs.com, and that code is steak15 at checkout. It's barbecue season. It's coming. So before summer gets here, stock up on <coughs> rubs and all that good stuff. Oh, it's here. And that is it for me. Guys, Second Amendment, it's under a lot of pressure. Yeah. According to Joe Biden, the. Uh, Amendments and even the Constitution, possibly the Declaration of Independence. Come on, man. Boo. Non-binding contracts. Mm. So, but if you'd like to flex that Second Amendment feel, there's only one place in Southern California. Where? West Coast Survival Arms. Oh yeah. Go talk to Mike over there. He's got a five-star rating. He's a licensed FFL, and he will take care of everything you need to get you packing heat. Just in time for summer. Yeah. Mike's on Facebook and also at six one nine eight seven zero eight. 992. <coughs> Mike over at West Coast Survival Arms. Um, tactical gear. We're starting the patch wall over here. We got some mediocre medic and we got some dumpbox.us. If you want to get those patches, t shirts, stickers, fanny packs, sandals. Sandals. To com- compliment your West Coast Survival I need a Arms. Fanny pack. Why not? Hey, where are you going to put the mags? Right? In my sock. Yeah. Hit up dumpbox and uh, mediocre medic online and also Odyssey. For some of the world's most technologically advanced headphones and in-studio recording equipment. They're really comfortable headphones. They are super duper delicious. And speaking of things that are such. Yeah. This is the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 37. I'm Ron, and here, as always, with my friends. Noah. And, uh, man, we're also joined by two out-of-studio guests today. Um, we were originally scheduled to have the orange man, but hashtag life happens. Mm. And in a pinch, we brought two people, and we'll introduce them right now. Young lady, why don't you tell us who you are, and welcome to the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Uh, Axia Quinn, my cat's name. It's not my real name. That's who I am. On IG. And then who else are we joined by today, <clears throat> young man? Reverse Mockingbird. What's up, guys? Okay. Fun fact, we did a Manifest Monday post on... IG yesterday, and out of all the Donald Trump Juniors and Mike Lindell and Lynn Woods that people want to come on the show, we're not there yet. 
Uh, reverse, reverse Mockingbird actually got 24 requests oh, to wow. have on the show. Yeah, wow. it was pretty bad. Um, you That's know, awesome. yeah. So much of credit to you and and the content that you're posting, but at the same time, you know, to our fans as well and and, and our listenership to kind of keep it real every week. Uh, before we get started, just don't forget you can find us on Instagram at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Also on our website, steakforbreakfastpodcast.com. Subscribe, rate, comment. You okay with that, Nick? Yeah. Listen to the shows. <laughs> you don't tell me to listen. Yeah. Well, not you, just the people that you want to download, listen, Jump like, follow, and share. Episodes. If you leave a three star review or lower, we're gonna, I'm going to find you. <laughs> There's two people, and then one left the one star. And Nick, Nick has a particular set of skills. And we're there already. <laughs> So, all right, how's everybody doing today? Got a lot of stuff going on. Super. Good? Feeling good? TikTok. Um, doing fantastic. Locked and loaded, ready beautiful, to go? Beautiful day out here in the D.C. area. Oh, nice. Ew. Nice. Home of the... Uh... <laughs> Don't do it. I'm not even going to say it. No. God. All right, let's get started then. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that's been going on, at least for the last week, as far as this show is concerned, is getting right into Stop the Steal and the forensic audit of Maricopa County and the 2020 presidential election. Let's go around the table for feelings, starting with Noah. Uh, I saw some people on there uh, revolting against this. Hashtag fraud it. Yep. Boring. Nick? I just don't want to get my hopes up. Okay. Oh, get your hopes up. Get your fucking hopes up. (laughs) We sat here for the last, what, three months? Year. I'll say three months after the election, thinking it's going to be epic. The Q thing and all this stuff and interacting with people that are balls deep in the Q movement. Nothing's changed. And that's the frustrating part. The fact is nothing's changed yet. Okay. That word yet is what keeps these basement dwellers who've been watching this HBO documentary on repeat. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't. can't, It's unwatchable. I watched the first two episodes and I stopped and I was like, I can't. It's not even a black pill anymore. It's more of like a retard pill. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it's hard. It's hard for me because I straight up refuse to watch that show. The first episode was well done. The then you start to trailer, meet. I was I saw the trailer and like the strange characters that they chose to put in the show. Oh, and and that's the a, carnival music. Like, yeah. I know exactly what they're trying to do. You exactly. know, they're trying to paint us in a light that Ron Watkins' dad should be investigated for like pedophilia because he is creepy. And apparently, Ron Watkins likes feet pics. So who knows? Surprise. I don't know, but I I just <clears throat> you know doing this show for I don't know how long we've been doing it, but um. The reality is, you know, we can hope and and rally all we want, but at the end of the day, if things don't happen, it's just hard for me as to. I mean, I try to live in in reality, and so people, you see all these articles on, and all these screenshots of things going on on Instagram, and you're like, oh man, there's a meeting like behind closed doors. They're gonna reevaluate the election, and it's gonna be overturned, and then it's like, is it? Like, I hope it is. I hope that it comes to light. I hope people see this. But at the end of the day, it's like the status quo of life, and it keeps going and going, and, and we get all excited, and I'm like, God, at the end of the day, I'm like, is this going to happen? Or well, they're already, doing, they're already doing the damage control and trying to say that there's, you know, this biased companies doing this election recount. Sounds like you're talking about yeah. the cyber ninjas. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then every time we get close to something good, um, Miraculously, a, a active shooter happens, and then it's like, oh, look, a distraction, a distraction, right on cue. a distraction. 
like, what is it, two weeks ago when Biden had a scheduled press conference on gun control? By happenstance mm-hmm. that morning, there was an active shooter. The Colorado like, one. Gee, that's weird. Nobody else, uh, is anybody else watching this movie or is it just me? They're like, who's running the fucking MK Ultra program? I said, white nationalists, yeah. you send <laughs> Pakistani asylum. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, that's the opposite Biden's of Biden's got doing. his, like, his uh, day planner out and he's like, all right, so the, no, uh, supposed the, to be yesterday. the active shooter happened already. Wait, oh, I'm not supposed to say that? <laughs> hey, can you save the Caitlyn Jenner voice for when we get to that? Please. You sound like the guy from Men in Black. Which one? The pug. Sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar. All right, so we got water. some stuff going on. The, the audit's been going on for a little bit less than a week. Um, I do have to reference a meme because there was the uh, Pepe removing his glasses. Oh, yeah. That said the blacklight schizos were right because they have been running those ballots through blacklight technology to not only verify signatures but look for watermarks uh is there really a watermark is that confirmed yeah it's a conspiracy though it's we're all just crazy no but is it confirmed that there's watermarks because well well, i look i look at it this way they wouldn't be using it if they weren't looking for it well no but there was uh they were saying that they could use like a light source to see something with the signature and well well, part of it for is you could see if the signature is digital or not yeah so based on the based on the pressure that was used on the paper um, but I, I don't think they would go as far as black lights for that. What if the what if the watermark just says "Got him"? Right. <laughs> no, there, there's there's also the meme that has like the actual picture of it of them running ballots through, and then a close up, and it says "Trump won bigly." Nice. <laughs> yeah. So we're always gonna go back to the memes on this show, but yeah, it's it's been got, got you good, you fucker. Pretty crazy. Uh, yesterday, I saw though in a bizarre move, the judge overseeing the audit recused himself and didn't give a reason. Mm-hmm. Um. The new judge, whose name is Daniel Martin, uh, is formerly known as an Obama appointee um, by Janet Napolitano in 2007. So that's kind of what we're getting. Um, The sides will now have to wait a few days to present arguments as to whether or not the, um, you know, audit is legitimate or not. But it may give us enough time to get it done beforehand. Um, the people that are working in volunteer context and then the cyber ninjas, who is the third party entity that's working over, you know, seeing some of the, uh, things that are going on there. Um, like I already said, the, an Arizona official who, who is directly related to the audit has confirmed that the black light video is real and legitimate and currently being used to verify signatures and looking for watermarks. So I don't know if you guys heard that, uh, that interview from what's his name, Jovan Pulitzer. Uh, but, we, we reference him on this show often, the uh, live hacker of the Dominion voting machines in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, when he when he broke it down, talking about the fold, right. like just the crease in the paper, I mean, it's so simple how they can do this. Yeah. I'm not even really, I'm, I'm not even worried about it. When he The way he broke it down, it made so much sense to me. I was like, oh my God, like, we're 100% going to see this election overturned. I don't have any doubt in my mind. It's I mean, just that we just got to worry about the crazy Democrats they're going to do anything. I mean, they're not going to stop at anything. Well, they've already they've already they started can. game planning to make it just seem like it's a a fraudulent thing and they're going to yeah. push that. So, if even if it does get overturned, they're just going to be up in arms and <laughs> Well, it's pretty funny that you guys bring up crazy Democrats because right before this started, one of our favorite mutants to be talked about on the show, Mr. Rochelle Maddow, mm-hmm. had kind of a meltdown live on TV. Totally. Let's listen real quick and see what it had to say. I love a good meltdown. Yeah. It's afraid. <laughs> How they're 
conducting a so-called audit oh, yes, of all one. of the presidential election ballots in Maricopa County, which is two-thirds of the ballots in that state, more than two million presidential ballots. The uh, QAnon-promoting, stop-the-steal-promoting, uh, conspiracy theorist Present. firm um, hired by Arizona Republicans to run this audit, to go through all the ballots and see what they can find. That firm told an Arizona court this weekend they will not disclose the trade secrets of how exactly they are recounting the ballots from the 2020 election in Arizona or what, in fact, they are doing with those ballots now that they've got their hands on them. That case was a QAnon conspiracy theorist, Nazi, white supremacist, nationalist. Yeah. Racist. <laughs> yeah. This audit, which they say is she didn't leave anything out. Things. It's violating state laws about the sanctity and security of ballots. Boring. Uh, they will be back in court tomorrow morning, but meanwhile, this supposed audit continues on with no press access and no independent observation whatsoever. So nobody really knows what they're doing behind closed doors. So there was that. I mean, what do you guys think of that? pretty epic meltdown by the mainstream media i know you guys don't have video like we do but her eye was twitching towards the end yeah. she, kept, she kept turning her head to the side yeah. so she was really fucking triggered by that audit that's going she seems on she's really happy about it i do like the language they're using though they are not using the words recount because that's not what we're getting we're not getting the diet audit like we got in georgia twice yeah. or wisconsin <laughs> right. once the light yeah. Well, yeah. basically, we just looked at the numbers we already had. So, yeah, it's the same. Yep. So, yeah, we'll just clean up the voter rolls after the votes are certified. Scumbags. But, uh, yeah, so so the audit moves on regardless of the change in judge. And, and both sides have up to 10 days to get arguments in on why or why not it's legitimate. Hopefully they're done before then. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, the way this guy, Jovan, like breaks it down, yeah, I mean, his method, his method is bulletproof. With the color coding and the teams and, I mean, the way he broke it down. And I just posted a video the other day. He was talking about. It was a good video. Um, he was talking about observe, the observed process. So that's the, that's the reason why everybody's like in different color uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I not mean, to mention, the there's like they can track every cameras on everything that's happening being recorded too. Yeah, and yeah, it's, I love it. It, you it's get running trolls in your comments. They're like, it's not, it's co it's closed off to the public, and it's like, uh, <laughs> now they got live twenty four seven cameras. Yeah, not yeah. it's on, it's live on YouTube. It's live on two different news stations twenty four seven in the bottom of the screen. And there was a big reveal today. I don't know if you guys saw. They kept having the one camera that was fixed on those two boxes all the way at the end for like a day and a half. And today there was a big reveal on the other side of the fence. They had an, an entire, like, maybe 10 boxes high from one end of the arena to the other pallets of boxes that were already completed. So Those are completed or are those no, the ones in the queue? No, those are the ones that are completed. They're oh, moving, wow. Yeah, they're moving at a record wow. pace right now. So I really yeah. think that uh, it's just kind of hard to say the Patriots aren't in control. I know Nick's a little skeptical. No, it's and yeah. it's not hey, that— listen, we know. Your heart's been broken. No, it's just not that there's not evidence. We know that. And right. that's yeah. the frustrating part is that evidence has been suppressed. My mindset and my heart is where until we see legitimate evidence, like not just presented because we've seen it. We all have. That's why we're so hopeful. But it's— Lack of standing. It's letting it come to light and letting action result in the fact that the evidence is real. We're living in a time where you can produce evidence, uh -huh. but if the powers that be don't like that, then it is what it is. And that's we have to remember that Republicans and Democrats don't like Trump. So there's mm -hmm. vested interest on both sides to keep this 
on the down low. There's a lot of firepower yeah. going towards. I honestly think there's a real small this. minority now compared to last year. Yeah, I've definitely really seen. Yeah, I've definitely seen a majority have, come back. People have flipped. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, look at how many Democrats are probably. And we talk about the uniparty system. I mean, they're all the fucking same. But yeah. how many have come back to people on Capitol Hill? Career politicians are experiencing severe buyer's remorse because they yeah. know this is an absolute fucking shit show. Well, the and the comedy part is like, <clears throat> well, you see the people that like they're they don't want to admit that that the previous administration was better, so they just say things like, "Well, I didn't like the first administration or this one," right? And it's like, well, the difference is you voted for this one. Yeah, you endorsed it with everything you yeah. got. And the frustrating part is. You have all these celebrities that were like politically motivated and during God. Trump. Didn't move to Canada. Fuck you. They, well, during Trump, all of a sudden became activists yeah. for kids in cages and all this stuff and lower taxes. And now silence. Cricket. And then yep. everything that they stood against is happening. And it's like, mm -hmm. but the where thing, are you now? And they're like, Mrr. Well, the thing is, the people understand that, though. And, and I think one of the best instances that lead into what you're saying is that the Oscars were over the weekend. Trash. And we had yes. something that was close, let's just say 20 years ago. There were 50 million homes that tuned in and watched a majority of the Oscars. And this is, like the, this, this is the yeah. This is the first time in the history of the event mm -hmm. that we saw less than ten million homes tune in for yeah. a portion of it. That, that tells me that there's a huge silent majority out there. And those oh, ratings are sure. those ratings are down fifty two percent from just twenty seventeen. Yeah. So the people in general, and like we said, and we say it on the show all the time, the narrative that's pushed on the news every day, if you can stomach to watch it, is what they are doing in Los Angeles to New York, Miami to Chicago. And they think the entire rest of the country wants to feel that vibe nope. of like, yeah, riots in the street, lawless bullshit, cops shooting on our black people, this, that, and the other thing. But it's just not the case. But I think also, so two parts. One, there's probably, there's a huge decrease in people have cable television. Yeah. So people aren't streaming this on Hulu. Oh, they're streaming One America now instead. But that's what I'm saying is that, you, I, I, and I'm hoping that it, this attributes to Attributing the fact that no one's watching this bullcrap um, that literally has no effect on our lives. Because the I, Oscars, I, I hope that that's attributed to people just not caring. But it, I know, like over the past year, I've known like ten different households that have cut cable. Yeah, well, that and and all of them probably would have tuned in for that. I used to track the cable news ratings, and at the height of Why? the Trump pregnancy. That's a hobby of yours. <laughs> well, no, because you can look up the stats of who's listening to what and why, and it makes it relevant for the conversation. Okay. So you would just have like the top three from each of the major mm -hmm. cable news networks. And, and during the height of the Trump presidency, you're talking about homes tuning in in the millions, all the way up to close to where Tucker Carlson at some point was getting close to five million. Yeah, he had the and, highest rating. But, but now the ratings come out, and, and a majority of those cable news shows are in the hundreds of thousands. So you're talking about... Yeah. immense decrease in people that are number one watching and number two subscribing it's to not only a the combination shows, of both right but the narratives that are yeah. there so i just don't think and that's why they keep trying to oh fucking active shooter didn't work back to racism back to the cops shooting yeah, black 100%. People, and the other thing back to stop the steal bullshit and, and all that stuff i saw today that ashley babbitt's family finally filed a civil lawsuit against the capitol police so i mean and, and let's look at it this way that's the only person that died on that day okay yeah. because you guys saw what happened with the police officer who people who are elected officials on Capitol Hill are still saying was beat to death and bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher on January 6th. And they admitted that there was no bear mace deployed and 
all that other shit. Okay, too. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I know they said that, and I know it was an official. I have seen pictures, literally, of Capitol Police getting bear maced. <laughs> literally, I, I've seen them. I was there. I saw so, it. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. So, <laughs> that I, pretty, yeah. did, did you feel the effects of the uh, bear mace? Well, I was on top of the fifty-foot uh, scaffolding that was like dead center in front of the Capitol building, oh. right. and so I could like I had like a bird's eye view of everything from all angles, and there was mace being sprayed by both sides, yep. and they were throwing flashbangs. I saw some lady get hit with a flashbang. Who the hell she, like some shrapnel hit her in the forehead, and she was bleeding like pretty bad. But uh, I got hit in the face with a little bit of mace from even up there. It was from both sides, yeah. but it was rough. And it's just I was watching it all unfold. I was up there for like three hours, and these cops wow. were definitely trying to agitate the crowd. I mean, they were just throwing flashbangs into the crowd for no reason. Yeah, that's Bet- the truth. Between that and Alex Jones walking, Alex Jones walking around the back of the Capitol building with the megaphone, I, I really don't think those things help the situation at all. Yeah, <laughs> this way. <laughs> yeah, but, follow me. But and I he mean, was that, doing his Braveheart speech. Bella and Natalie Denise taking his shirt off. He, he was there. Well, he no, that was the thing. I asked him if he had his shirt off, and they said his shirt was so tight he might as well have not worn one. Yeah, it would have so, been epic if he just ripped it off and like all the seams just bursted and. In the sunlight ray like showing oh, on when you see his true form <laughs> let's, let's rewind i want to rewind back to what um your friend was talking about about like when the evidence comes out right um and and you were you said something about tucker uh-huh like, did you guys see that did you see tucker last night what oh, he said it's so amazing that you brought that up because that's a perfect segue into one of the next things that we were going to talk about and that's uh basically two team six uh some of the patriots who are or very at the forefront of the struggle that we're going through right now in regards to getting this shit fixed, Tucker went on last night and made some very interesting comments about mm-hmm. the administration that I'm sure yeah. his executive producer did not appreciate. Let's hear what he had to say. Shocking. She's to referring to the White House or anything associated with the entire executive branch of government as the, quote, Biden administration. And the reason we're changing is not to make a statement, but merely to reflect reality. A human being has no active role in running the U.S. government. Everyone knows that. Everyone pretends otherwise. But it's true. And so henceforth, we will refer to it as the administration, the White House, the Kamala Harris administration, the third. This show, in the interest of accuracy, will cease. Ref- okay, so this show. In the inter- so there we go with Tucker. I mean, he kind yeah. of went in on it and said that. I don't know. I guess he referenced Joe Biden as maybe not even being a human being. And then forwardly. And I'm going to have to say. Someone on Tucker's show listens to this show because we have made comments almost exactly verbatim of what he said last <laughs> yeah. night into the fact that we would not refer to him as president in name. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever I write Joe Biden's name down, I'm going to have Noah confirm it right now. Yeah. Whenever I write his name down, what? how do I spell it? B-I-D-A-N. And those are all lowercase letters. Followed with a capital, by dumpster fire. Right, with a, with a capital A. And the fact of the matter is, is that, you know... We have said exactly on this show what, what Tucker Carlson gave into and, and said that moving forward, his show won't reference now at all that that administration is... is A thing. Right. I, I mean, and he said, like, you know, he keep, he made the biggest cringe face when he referred to, well, maybe we'll just call it, and he's like, Kamala Harris, and he made, like, you yeah. know, to wear his toupee on top of his head almost moved. How dare you. Right? Tucker Carlson wears his toupee. I don't know if anybody knows that. It's alive. Yeah, you could see where it's, you could see where it connects to his head at the top of his sideburns, but anyways, um, it's a fantastic. I, it was very surprising to see because we have shit on the mainstream media so much, knowing that 
regardless of how much you may or may not like them, whether or not you listen to people like Tucker or Hannity or Laura Ingram and get those boomer sweats when they tell you everything <laughs> is bad and you're all going to die, oh. you'll never hear exactly what they really feel in their hearts because there's an executive producer yeah. who, who tells them, like, here's the red line, don't fucking cross it. I'm pretty sure he got spanked last night after who, that show. Okay, so who's, who's more stressed out during uh, somebody going through their monologue or speech? Go. Tucker? Tucker's uh, executive producer or Biden's handlers. Oh, God. Well, we're going to get he into he starts a, going off script. We did have Biden go off script today. Yeah. And, and he did say, well, I'm going to answer one more question, and, but I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to probably get in trouble for this one. And we'll, we'll be playing some of that audio later. Hey, so just to circle back real quick. Go ahead. Uh, with the, the, the ballots and the watermark. Like, okay, so the amount of ballots that got mailed out, like somebody we know has got to have some of the shit laying around. Right. Like, is anybody like, getting their black light out in their room and well no the fbi still wants to know if you have any information regarding anyone who participated in january 6th please contact fbi.gov selfies so yeah no but like somebody's got to have some of these ballots there's so many of them out like is anybody posting photos of any potential watermarks of anybody i haven't seen anything like i'm waiting for it yeah there's just been a couple memes so far but reaching out if you got one of those ballots we want to see it well here's the thing here's the deal do you really want to see one of those watermarks right now which may unpurify what's going on in Maricopa County. I would rather see full disclosure videos when the ballots are completely audited, the Dominion voting machines are completely audited, and we know how much Donald Trump won that county by. I want to know where these Dominion voting machines were stored and who had access to them prior to them being audited, though. The good thing about the Cyber Ninjas is, and I've heard some commentary on this, is that they are going to be able to tell if those machines were tampered with based on the fact that at some point... Um, on November 3rd, they would have had to been activated, and if there's been any kind of changes to the software and stuff like that after. Hmm. So those things are supposed to be kept, I think, untouched for at least 18 months. And uh, It's not going to be like those little stickers on the gas pumps? like <laughs> No, it's definitely not going to be one of those. So, yeah, so Tucker kind of went in hard last night, but even before him and over the weekend, speaking of the narrative being defeated across the lines of the mainstream, we had one of our least favorite friends, Bill Maher. I don't know if you guys saw He's that. He's been kind of based lately, though. Yeah. He's the best. It's like I said, I'm going to use... we've ever had. Yeah, he, he just gave kind of like a reference. It's one of those things where... He at least thinks with common sense. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Obviously not all the time because he's liberal, but... Well, it's just, it's not full-blown orange man bad. Like, you can point out that we mm-hmm. got some fucking dickheads on your team, too. Right. Bill Maher had to say this weekend when he was talking about how the current narrative in basically the mainstream across the Uniparty is working on Capitol Hill. Yeah. The reason why advertisers in this country love the 18 to 34 demographic, because it's the most gullible. Yeah. A third of people under 35 say they're in favor of abolishing the police, not defunding, but doing away with a police force altogether which is less of a policy position and more of a leg tattoo. (laughs) 36% of millennials think it might be a good idea to try communism. But much of the world did try it. I know millennials think that doesn't count because they weren't alive when it happened. But it did happen. And there are people around who remember it. Pining for communism is like pining for Betamax or MySpace. So when you say, you're old, you don't get it. Get what? 
abolish the police and the border patrol and capitalism and cancel Lincoln. No, I get it. The problem isn't that I don't get what you're saying or that I'm old. The problem is that your ideas are stupid. If you say, let's eat in the bathroom and shit in the kitchen, yeah, that's a new idea. <laughs> so stunning, so brave. <laughs> but I wouldn't call it interior design. You think someone 80 is hopeless because they can't use an iPhone? Maybe the one who's hopeless is the one who can't stop using it. Mm. You think I'm out of it because I'm not on Twitch? Well, maybe I get Twitch. But I just think people watching other people play video games is a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I'm with him on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him so I'm far. 20% totally of yeah. Gen Z agree with the statement, society would be better off if all property was owned by the public and managed by the government. And another 29% say they don't know if that's a good idea. Here's who does know. Anyone who wasn't born yesterday. You know the reason why advert. Oh, yeah. there you go. I mean, here's the thing. I, you know the I, I made a reference like maybe two weeks ago, um, and it was like in regards to how the left is also tired of this constant news never stopping, some kind of false flag bullshit narrative, and, and, and the correlation I made to it was is that the wives at home just want to go back to having sex with their pool boy. You know, they don't want their kids home anymore. They don't want their husband to distance learn anymore. They miss Pablo and how mm. he glistens in the sun when he's skimming out those mosquitoes. And they oh, just yeah. mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and and we've just gotten to the point now to where even people like that, I mean, he's probably someone who fancies in the pizza gate. He just looks Oh, like for sure. The he oversized has red shoes. Yes, exactly. And, and I think he's just like sitting in his room getting his makeup before and he's like god you know what would be delicious right now some pizza right some delicious pizza or maybe even some barack obama hot dogs mm. <laughs> flown in directly from chicago maybe some pasta mm. gross that dude's definitely slimy right oh, and, and, but the thing, sure. the thing is you can tell that even at like the top echelons of like the elite assholes are like you want to know what? I just need a fucking break. I thought I was going to get a break when Orange Man Bad was gone, but now it's fucking yeah. worse. Yeah. It's so, worse, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, can you guys say. tell? You can just tell. It's like something yeah. is going on. They're like, can we Why bring back rushing? the mean tweets? Why are they rushing and trying to? It's like they're pushing too hard and too fast. So it makes me feel like something's coming down the fucking pike. Yeah. I mean, you guys got four years. You won, right? Why are you acting like you didn't? What's exactly. going on? I want They're acting like they cheated, so that's how it is. There's something going on that's make that's driving them crazy right now, though. You know, it's yeah. making them rush to do all these things. Like, how many executive orders is it now? A million. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, we lost count. At this yeah, point. we've we've what, surpassed the record by like fucking ten times or something ridiculous. Yeah. So. I mean, there's just too many tells here that makes me believe that it's not final. And then we got what's going on in Maricopa, and we got other states that are going to follow it. A lot of and then lot of I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but then you got stuff going on over here in the Red Sea and uh -huh. Iran. Uh -huh. I mean, things are moving. I'm looking at this from like way high up, though. Oh yeah, 
It's it's definitely uh, not at an executive level because we know the fucking, you know, nothing's going on over there. The guy's a complete fucking moron, whichever clone they decide to roll out every day. <laughs> Can I have my wife back? Right now, they're just in the basement. They're having the clones fight each other because it's like, well, that's all this is good for. We'll pay-per-view this after everything's over. Clones fight club? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's just one teleprompter on the wall and it says, fight yourself. <laughs> Sooner it's going to be the Hunger Games. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of cozy. I know I I know that we still have 400 million guns and they wouldn't they wouldn't dare try to come for them. Well, so even, much other stuff would have to happen. Even if they do, I think I think Nick's at least elaborated on that before. Come get it. Claymore's in the Rubas? Gasoline and the sprinklers. Fortunate son playing. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you there see gasoline in the sprinklers? Come yeah. on. Yeah. My wife woke me up last night at like two o'clock in the morning. She's like, I think there's someone in the yard because something triggered our our uh, motion light. First thing I do is get up, like half asleep, grab it, rack it. Yeah. She's like, What are you doing? I was like, Someone here. They're not gonna be here for long. Start digging the hole. Let's do it. <laughs> Remember to call eight one one. Dig alert. Yeah, I just have a six by three uh, body I'm, or a package. I'm trying to get rid of in my yard. I don't want to hit a gas line. Just doing that. What is it when you you're trying to do some composting on my property? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, picking it up a little bit and speaking about feeling cozy. I know one person <laughs> who's almost always cozy me besides us <laughs> general flynn oh for sure and then his video posted yesterday about how he was saying the digital armor keeps spreading the news keep, yeah he's sharing because it's working like we are the news i don't know if people don't they don't get that we what? spread so much news throughout the whole world yep. it's insane like yeah, people don't understand how quickly we're on top of things and how quickly we just, we just spread the word and just because we have so many followers from all around the world and it just gets spread everywhere like wildfire yeah it's hard to throttle all of us reposting yeah. stuff and we should have never gave those assholes iphones i know right <laughs> or insta or social media yeah they like, use social media to control us and then we took it be like no fuck you we're going to use it to awaken the whole world and that's what we've done instagram and twitter moderators right now that are just like doing 16 hour shifts back to back oh, for sure well we'll, talk, the, we'll talk about some like, of those moderators in a little bit too punching yeah, themselves in the testicles the fuck so so if you weren't cozy enough with the commentary so far let's hear i got two clips from general flynn let's do it i think nick's pretty pumped to hear him yeah <laughs> space to the digital army and all the digital soldiers out there is to take and get involved in in this this freedom fight for information and move information around share it with others when you see something that you like get Get it out there to others and push it. Uh, keep pushing it onto these other platforms. And for uh, for FrankSpeech.com or FrankSpeech, of what's going to happen here? That's terrific. I'm so happy. Yeah. We have to make that work. We will make it work. We will make it work. Okay, so that's the first one, and he's talking about basically what what, what Axie had just said in regards to getting that information out there and how fast we could move it. Um, for us to not think, if you're listening to this show, um, you know, regardless of how long you had. We always go with the disclaimer. The content and commentary on this show is the opinions and subjects based from us only. 
Uh, we do research. We try to verify and vet as much as we can. But at the end of the day, we can only encourage you to go ahead and do your own research. Because if you expected us to give you everything, this would mm-hmm. be a 24-hour podcast. And I'd probably die of a heart attack from eating like pizza rolls or something because we wouldn't be able to, <laughs> to leave the lab. So, but I, but I just think like, you know, in regards to the totality of it, you have to be able to, you know, get those things that interest you and, and really start to rabbit hole and, and figure out if that's something that's either legitimate or, or worth getting out there on, on the web and, and going ahead and doing it. Because right now, like, uh, you know, General Flynn said it before, and, and I know both of our guests have said it countless times and i have myself at least saying that we are the news now if we want yep. the news cycle to be the news cycle like the the mainstream gets most pissed when memes are directing the news and not the fucking narrative that they want you to yep. hear so if we if it, let's just say for instance there's an active shooter and you know the crisis actors are activated and the guy was mk ultra and out there fucking with his eyes rolled like a shark shooting people and then it's all over and it's really sad while they're cleaning up all the fake blood and stuff, if we start making memes out of it, it kind of takes away from the narrative that they want to, you know, express mm-hmm. to everybody that it's very sad and guns are bad. Well, and a lot of time people people forget like the memes are like the seeds planted in the truth. So right. yep. it literally just needs to spark curiosity and then people will research on their own. Just imagine, and that's the purpose of it. Just imagine all of the things that, you know, we push and as something as simple as putting energized eyes on them makes it that much yeah. more funnier and it gets spread faster. <laughs> So I'm looking at Reverse Mockingbird's friggin', you know, uh, handle right now on Zoom, and it's basically a face with the energized eyes, and I kind of like it a little bit more than if I saw his regular eyes because it looks spicy. <laughs> so just like some of the, I mean, I've we've put him on Mike Lindell, we've put him on Donald Trump, um, definitely Lynn Wood. Oh yeah. So I, I remember I put the the red and the white ones on the All Lies Will Be Revealed, and General Flynn would continue to go on later in the week and address a crowd at a Mar-a-Lago event. Let's hear what he had to say for that one. It's serious business. This is not about wealth. This is about power and access to power. Okay, this has been going on. Donald Trump, Donald Trump got in the way. Mm. And thank God he did because you know what he did? He created a miracle for us. He created a miracle for this nation. And that miracle is this room tonight is awake. Preach. And you're starting to realize, you're starting to realize that everything that you have has been taken for granted. I've been on six continents. I've been on six continents across this world, this great world. I'm a, I have been in the absolute worst places, worst places that, that where humanity can live. Just in unbelievable places. I've been in plenty of communist nations plenty of socialist nations and I will tell you has he got any questions (coughs) had a heckler stand up in the back of the room They were shamed. I think he was talking shit about my pillow. <laughs> was he objecting to the price of a weighted blanket? Stop it. <laughs> Imagine how much freedom's in that room right now. Not only was there a heckler, but they're getting removed by. You know, there's some other guy going security d- to a USA chant. Some we other patriot, a- and there's like, I did pay a lot for that weighted we had blanket. A, uh, when, when I was in, when I was in Afghanistan one time. 
When I was in Afghanistan one time, we had just showed up. Well, that's kind of where he, I mean, he goes on to, like, suggest some other things that happened over the course of his, uh, you know, tours and his 30-plus years of service as working in the intelligence agency for the uh, for the military there. And I, I think one of the big narratives that he's trying to push is that there's a lot of things optic-wise that we see every day to try and doom us, to try and blackpill us. There are paid actors. There's media opposition and things of that nature who just go out. I mean, we all know, and I'm not using a pun here, but the mockingbird effect. Mm. Yep. To try and, uh, you know, whenever there's a bad happening, you can just Google it and see every single page, every single YouTube video is basically the same exact mirror headline. Yeah. And it does nothing but just try to doom and blackpill the public. We talked about it last week when we had Human Vibration on about um, cinematic conditioning and things of that nature. And it's really the people like us, the true patriots, who are out there fighting that digital warfare right now to really try and help. It's not even make people awake anymore. It's just, it, it comes down to figuratively and like literally holding the line. Yeah, for sure. And Keeping the vibes up. Yeah, and, and that's where we're at right now. So I just think that uh, as far as that stuff goes, <clears throat> you know, I, I think things are looking good. And I think the, the pendulum really feels like it's swinging in the other direction right yeah. now. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like we're group. at that point where people are like, um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I think we're at that point where people are like, everybody really is awake. Yeah. Yeah. But you have this large amount of people who are just pretending that it's not really going on. They, they don't want to pull their head out of the sand. Right. They no, don't yeah. want to participate. They don't want to like join us. And it's like, come on, we need everyone to yep. fight this. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's hard to change, but like everybody's energy matters. You either add your energy to the good or to the bad. Right. And we need as much good as possible. Yeah. So I'm going to start with Axia and then yeah, I'll take it. Go. I'll take it over to reverse. And I want to ask you guys as, influencers and truthers out there what is your motivation when we're getting such a pushback from the mainstream and even beyond you you okay so we, we haven't really touched on this topic and we don't have to get into specifics even to names mm -hmm. but there have been a lot of influencers out there in our orbit and our community <coughs> Maria. <coughs> there it is <laughs> You know, who, who have who kind of started with trusting the plan, and now they kind of don't anymore. So it's one of those things. I, I always like those memes, and and before I get over to Axia, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at this. It, it's one of those memes when it's like it's the Bane and the guy in the pink suit, and yes, Bane is a ten thousand here to destroy with memes, right? Ten thousand year old death cult versus like three years of online influencing and it's like people just think that you know all oh, of it's these simple yeah exactly like they don't no, they don't understand not. the bloodlines the media lines the vatican the deep-rooted you know mm -hmm. the, the freemasons and all that stuff all those people that are intertwined and intermingled in all of these things for so fucking long you know before i pass it over to axie i'm going to get into this thought i had today and i was listening to another podcast 
Axia may or may not have referenced it recently under her breath. And she <laughs> was talking about, you know, something that I just couldn't get into, but she made a reference to cavemen. And that would go back to the theory of evolution and things of that nature, which I don't believe in. Yeah. I don't believe in the theory of evolution because nope. there, there shan't be monkeys if there are humans. And that's just the way I feel. Um, so she said something about, she was talking about heating up food and how sometimes food that's nasty gets heated so it's edible to humans. But then she like segued and made a reference like, well, the caveman could heat it up. So, you know, I guess it's something that we could always use to heat up the food if we didn't have like microwaves and things of that nature. Okay. But just the reference to cavemen kind of goes against, you know, even more of a piling on of the way that she started and where she's at now as to, like, why would you reference something that has to do with evolution when we all know it's fucking bullshit? Yeah. And, and this is also an, an actual – you guys don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm actually going to plug reverse right now. Because later this week, he's going to be appearing – on our favorite podcast, I'll even call it our sister cast, Lala Beams, mm. with host with host Lala. Lala with host Lala, and he will be talking about things like dinosaurs and how that whole narrative yeah. is, is complete fucking bullshit. Fake. They're all giants, giants, and maybe even dragons and things of that nature. Yep. But if you can find trying a trying to cover it up, right? If you try to find a dinosaur skeleton that's more than ten percent mm -mm. bone, you'd be the first person to find one because there's never mm -hmm. been one recovered. So, That's gonna be a really good episode. We're gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind. You know, just by hearing the the previews of it, it, it sounds like it's gonna be amazing, and I can't wait to see what you bring to the table in regards to that stuff. And I, I promised her offline that we would completely stay off of that topic except to plug it, which I'm doing now. Awesome, I'll, yeah. I'll also let you do later. It's gonna be devastating the Jurassic Park franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that son they of a already bitch made did their it. Money, it's okay. Now we're gonna get sued by them, Dominion, everybody. Smartmatic. Smartmatic. Smart Want to just go down the list real quick? <laughs> Let's do it. Fraudulent election. Yep. George Soros. Yep. Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Frazzle drip. Yep. Oof. That Hillary Clinton meme with the with the kid's face on her oh. face cartoon. Oh jeez. Love it. Eye flaps. Oh. The Podesta brothers. Yep. Probably never existed. Mm. Tom Hanks. We'll throw him in there. <laughs> oh, we'll throw him in there today. Oh, oh, oh. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> Seats taken. Oh, God. What else do we got? Come on. I know there's more. Oh, there's so hot much. Dogs. Right. Oh, hot dogs. Obama's hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's pathetic. But um, I, I'm, I'm going to bring us back, and, okay. and I'm going to let Axie go first. And, and we were talking about how, okay, so you guys have literally become influencers where maybe influencers of the past now are struggling to find any kind of commentary to fill their podcast. How about we go with that one? How do you guys feel, starting out with Axia, uh, not only that pressure, but the, the amount of work it goes to, Like, neither one of you guys have a podcast. Both of you mm -hmm. guys, I'm assuming, and, and I know because we talk offline, have regular jobs, have things going on at home. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, Axia, what goes into, to, you know, the motivation you have every day to keep this movement going? See, my motivation comes from like what my dad went through to come to this country and how grateful he is because mm -hmm. he escaped from the communist army in Romania to come to this country. So like the story is him and his friend got together. They packed up their bags. They loaded up like some sweets and chocolates just so they have like some energy to keep going. They had to 
crawl across fields of barbed wire and they did all that just to come to america and to experience the freedom we have here and then they created something from their life like they started from nothing and then created a business out of it and became the quote-unquote successful like the american dream and then to have people that just live here that were born here and just Uh to complain about their life here it just pisses me off to like all in like I wish I could slap every single one of them because it's just like they don't understand how ungrateful they sound to like just to be in this country. There's so much freedom here. We have so many rights here and they and then they spread it on the news like, oh, we don't have women's rights. We don't have this. We don't have that. But we have the most freedom in this country than ever before. Yeah. And if you go to any other country, like go to China, you'll experience racism. Like they'll be in complete shock if they see a black person, but like not here. You'll be accepted as anybody here. Right. And that's just what's funny is like I joke around, but it's like my dad fought in the communist army back when. And then now I'm fighting in the communist army with memes. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, that's the thing. You're, you're really trying to blow up that narrative to, and using, some people would call it Russian disinformation. You kind of put it as Jasmine and Austin. Romanian disinfo? No. There you go. That might be your podcast someday and, and, and a direct a cool competition name. to I Jasmine like and Austin. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. So That's a good ring to it. Yeah, Romanian disinformation. <laughs> nice. Nice. And then reverse, yeah. let's go over to you. What do you feel, you know, Every day you wake up, like you have a life to live. You have maybe a family to take care of. I know you have a job that you do. How do you get through your day knowing that there's so much other stuff going on that I don't want to say you're responsible for, but it kind of, I can't really say anything otherwise. It is is kind of like, it is almost kind of like an obligation to me because I care about my friends and my family and I care about like my little nieces and my nephew's future. Yeah. Like I'm just looking down the road, like if this doesn't get fixed, you know, where are we going to be in, the, in like five years from now? Where are these kids going to be living in? So I guess for me, it's, it's kind of like the younger generation in my family that I worry about the most. Like my like teenage it. nephew, like he was about to be in football. <laughs> and he's huge. The kid can be a star. He, he could be playing football right now. Okay. You know, but right now he's going through stupid bullshit that we never dreamt of like being forced to wear a mask teachers harassing him at school and i went fucking nuclear one day um long story short like I, he, he kept complaining about it and i ended up having to go to the school and handling it for him mm-hmm. and they don't give him such a hard time right now but what's really cool is you know i i didn't really realize how many people actually follow me and i kind of don't pay attention i'm just busy trying to get the news out or the next story or, you know, false flag, whatever's going on. And uh, he was like, you know, all my friends at school follow you and I follow you too. And we're not trying to wear these masks anymore. So we're all refusing together, but it was just really cool. I didn't realize it kind of hit me like dawned on me like, wow, okay. My work's paying off. So that kind of motivates me. Yeah. And it's true. I get a ton of love, man. I get a ton of love from people from Australia. Yep. That blew my mind. I have people that, that thank me from all over the place, you know, UK, Canada, especially we get so much love from Canada. Yeah. They, they really like um, Canada, the UK, and I think Australia, especially in that Perth area where they're having a lot of yeah. problems that we get yeah. a lot of response. It's pretty funny to get someone, you know, in the past that has jumped in our DMS and they're like, Hey, I saw your new podcast came out today. I got a notification on my phone. My mom said I could listen to it after I do my homework. And I'm like, like what? Yeah. I'm like, Holy <laughs> shit. 
So and it's, yeah, it's like some thirteen-year-old kid. He's like, yeah. Sometimes we go to the skate park and we just like put it on our phones and listen while we're skating around and stuff. I'm just like, Aww. wow, you're, that's wild. You're listening to Nike or Nick complain about Mike Lindell. <laughs> I mean, you guys, like thirteen-year-old. That kid. stuff keeps me motivated, though, man. It when does. You get, when you get that love, you get those messages. Yes. Uh, if you're kick flipping right that, now, complete strangers. Don't fuck it up. That that motivates. Landed. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't understand the whole ripple effect of our actions. Our right. actions can affect someone across the whole world. And that ripple effect, that energy that we send out can be astronomical. And that's the message I want to put out there. I think above all and beyond the huge, I don't even know what I want to call it, like lunar, what was that thing called when Lala had it on her show with the lunar ripples? It was like going, made like, you know, she believes in the moon's a hologram. So, and, and they talked about the person who filmed, like, the, uh, it looked like the moon was loading over and over again. There was, like, a guy who actually captured it on video. And, and we kind of had that kind of a sonic effect in our orbit of the podcast community mm-hmm. of all the shows that, that are here and, and kind of in, in, in our neighborhood. And I think it's not even getting to, like, the root of it, some of the accusations that have been going on, like the pay, P-A-Y triating mm. the shilling in regards to testing the plan and you know things of that nature and whether or not grifting has gone on in regards to getting on people's podcasts and vice versa i think it's when you have a responsibility like that and like axia just described and reverse just described and we describe almost on a weekly basis i don't know how i'd be able to look in the mirror six months from now if what i'm saying into the microphone right now I was telling the direct opposite of, yeah, you know, and yeah. I'm just that kind of person that I get up every day and the way I feel is the way I feel. And if you're going to change, yeah. if you're going to change anything, I say, prove it in action and not moving fast enough is not proving it. It's being, no, it's being because fucking what lazy. Is moving fast enough for, like you said before, we're breaking down a 10,000 year old death cult. Like, People think this is going to be easy, like we can just do it in a few months with memes. Like it's going to take a lot of reconditioning of the mind of other people with memes, which is funny. Right. But like that's what it's going to take is that we have to recondition the mind. And that takes, even when you ha- want to change a habit, a personal habit, it takes up to 90 days yes. for your body to reconfigure that ha- that into the habit. And that's what's happening now. So, so my whole thing is in regards to that, stop being fucking lazy. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and, and go out and do the job that we signed up to do, and that's holding the fucking line. So I wouldn't mind being 10 years from now in the exact same spot, talking into the exact same microphone, preaching the same narrative, because things are going up. Regimes, yes. regimes have changed. World leaders have died. Yep. You know, empires have been toppled. People have been arrested. People have been mm-hmm. ghosted. You know, and it's just one of those things to where it's like, you go back 20, 30 years... And we've talked about this with James from We the People and this and, and people of that nature. Like, you would go months without hearing from the president, besides a, maybe yep. a press statement or this, that, and the other thing. Now it's every fucking day we're like inundated with new, <laughs> ridiculous, fucking world-changing events. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's almost funny to say we're living in the best timeline ever, but we literally are. And, and yeah. the responsibility that goes along with that. You know, and it's it's hard to tell to people, especially like millennials and whatever the generation after that is, you know, they've never seen 
news cycles other than now when it's like every single day there's some major world event going on or a major person dying or somebody getting arrested or sex trafficking rings getting broken up or, you know, crisis here and surge there, which kind of segues into our next segment, which is we're talking about what's going on in the southwest border, something we always touch on every week on our show. Uh, Jen Psaki, it was pretty funny yesterday that bitch had every single piece of audio, including the White House <laughs> official, uh, scrub her interaction with a news reporter off of the Internet in regards to um, the interaction they had when they asked about why Kamala Harris or Camelia Harris as we're mm. like camel to toe. Her. Right. Exactly. Ooh, I like to call her. Wow. I like it. Um, but they asked her why <laughs> hasn't Gina Colada Harris. There you go. Oh. Why, why she hasn't been down to the southern border yet. And, yeah. and there was a fiery exchange, and I had it saved. And unfortunately, the one that I had saved was from Wonder Woman's account, which was nuked. Oh, over no. the, oh Yeah. Oh, Got him. Man, that's so, right. It did happen. I'm going to press yeah. F for respect for her account because it's gone. And Two seconds put her of silence in your prayers for her. too, guys. Yeah, if, if you guys, if you, pray, if you guys pray for her, I know she's, yeah, she's uh, in the emergency room. She's going through some, some health stuff right now, and you could follow her. Really? Account. Yeah. Deanna in the 90s. Yeah, she's is a dear, dear friend. Now. I've been doing this with her almost over a year. She's one of the people that actually, like, got me fired up and motivated. And, like, I learned how to do this from her, like, in the beginning. Yeah. Like, we're talking way last year, the beginning of March. So, you know, pray for her. Um, yeah. She's good people. She's been on the show before. Yeah. She so said people, she said she wanted people. to come back, and, and, and we will have her back at some point because uh, – you know she's got a got a lot of good stuff to say, and she she always puts out really good content. But um, I, I just think like you know, right now it, it it's one of those things. Going back to that exchange where it was just almost embarrassing because Jen Psaki cited COVID concerns as the reason why Kamala Harris oh my God. won't go down Wait, to the border. So Kamala didn't want to be uh, around but if too many people. <laughs> work then she should be fine. Yeah. Here's the thing. They know the optics of that situation, regardless if there's no camera crews. And here's the thing. James O'Keefe put out today that they are no longer allowed to film anything at all on the southwest border, period. They broke stories over the weekend in regards to, like, several hundred Venezuelan migrants crossing at the same time, basically being brought up by semi-truck and then floated across the Rio Grande. And now there's like a media blackout on the southwest border. And the last thing that they want is the person who's eventually going to fill that role of whatever it is you'd like to call it on your end. We call it resident. Walking past a container full of people wrapped up like baked potatoes in tinfoil blankets. Yeah. That nobody, even if it's completely media blacked out, someone will leak a picture of that. Yeah. And that'll be it. Mm -hmm. So for all the stuff that she said over the campaign trail, where I want to remind everybody, she pulled at less than 2% nationwide and dropped out before her state even had a primary. Okay. 80 million votes. Um, Nobody wants to see that optic. And the only other thing she had to announce besides she's done some phone calls with people from the Southern Triangle, and that's Guatemala, Honduras, and Noah. What else is down there? Guatemala, Honduras. I will just call it Colombia this week. But they're, they're <laughs> going to be sending additional millions of dollars to try and force people as an incentive to stay home. So that Oh, money- and uh, food insecurity. 
Right. Yeah. And climate change the is... What the fuck is that? The racial climate change. Yeah. I guess climate change looks like a white person in South America, so it scares <laughs> them to come up. <laughs> it scares them to migrate to the Southwest border and eventually to the United States where they will be welcomed by eventually oh. white, white people. Do you know yeah. what causes climate change? <laughs> white people? Yeah. White actually people. causes climate change. It does. It does. So if you make like... Let's just say you're driving down the street, somebody cuts you off, and you make an anti-Semitic remark, an ice cap melts. Apparently, yes. that's that's a thing. And, gonna, the, and the ocean level goes up at least like a centimeter every time you do that. I'm so. just going to remind everybody. I, I feel like anti-Semitic <laughs> remarks aren't my go-to when I get cut off, but yeah. that, that's just me. Right. Um, I'm going to remind everybody before we before we move on. If you want to know the real deal about climate change, John Coleman, God Steak. rest his soul, go look up John Coleman testified before Congress. Climate change, legit. Yeah. Yeah. He will basically tell you. It's it's pretty funny that he wasn't Clinton. That he got to live as long as he did. Um, he did kind of sell the Weather Channel, and they kind of moved him out of the mainstream after he did make those remarks on Capitol Hill back in the day. But he gave a passionate, fiery rebuttal to climate change, saying it's all money-driven. Yep. Bas- basically one of the I biggest... I believe I have this clip on my page. Yeah, have you guys heard of Dan, Dan Pena? He was like, I wish I got involved in climate change. I could yep. have made so much money off that scam. Because yeah. it's just... It's all just a scam. I think there was some chart that I was reading from like the 1850s, how they had more carbon dioxide than we do now. Yeah. And it's just like they're trying to blame it on cars and people. And it's such BS. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Well, they're saying there's been data that says like, even if we went to net zero carbon emissions right. tomorrow, like everything got shut down. We stopped doing everything we're doing. The potential change over the next decade is less than three degrees yeah which, they're acting like mother nature doesn't know how to take care of itself and that's yeah. the mother thing nature i mean takes we care literally of us. breathe it out i mean we we're yeah. definitely we're definitely fucking shit up but oh, yeah if you're gonna start make pointing fingers how about china and, and india and india oh and all God. these places china. who literally china. just like <laughs> they just dump stuff in the ocean they're trash yeah, like, they're burning they go shit in the ocean and don't give a shit like yeah and they talk to us like we need to more to be more green. It's like we're more green than any other country in the world, pretty much. Well, I don't know about pretty much. But. Yeah, and the uh, the the trash island in the in the ocean, right. like yeah. none of that trash is from us. No, no, it's from India and China. Yep. China, China, China. So, <laughs> um, Grant Stitchfield last night kind of got into it about Kamala Harris. Well, maybe not her specifically, and but camel ta- toe. Yeah, talking about the what's going on on the border, and he had uh, a border town um, representative Pat filling on last night. And I just want to play a little bit of audio from that, see how you guys kind of get his vibe. One of the reasons that drug dealers and sex traffickers are coming to America is because they can know they'll stay here, right? In Franklin County, Texas, late last week, state troopers stopped a sequoia with 18 people inside. At first, they thought it was drugs. They realized it was so heavy, they opened it up. It wasn't drugs, it was people inside. Three were actually cartel members. Coyotes bringing 12 men and three women were told to Baltimore, Maryland. The illegals admitted to sheriff's deputies that they were headed to Baltimore to, quote, work off their passage to America. One even admitted to robbing banks in Peru and being wanted for other crimes in Guatemala. And what does the Department of Homeland Security do? What's their response when sheriff's deputies wanted to turn them over to the feds? How about let them go? Mm. Even after they just admitted 
they'll be working for the cartels. Well, we would never have heard about this story if it wasn't for Republican congressman from Texas, Pat Fallon, tipping us off to it. Franklin County is in his district. And he wrote this letter to Department of Homeland Secretary uh, Mayorkas, spelling out the case and pleading with the Department of Homeland Security. I urge you to immediately revise the policies of catch and release that are threatening our communities. I want to welcome to the program Congressman Pat Fallon. Congressman, great to have you on. I mean, we kind of get the gist of it there. We don't have to hear the same testimony from the congressman who's going to come on and, and, and talk about it with Grant Stitchfield. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is something that's happening every day. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, the entities that be that are implementing these policies are scrubbing these incidents from yep. not only their social media and their websites, but from basically existence by telling the people, elected officials who are talking about their district and how it's directly affecting people to go fuck themselves. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of that, you know, weighted burden goes on, goes on the pick of um, Alejandro Mayorkas, who's the head of DHS and should have never been confirmed. Uh, while he ran CIS under the Obama administration, it was confirmed that he ran a pay-for-play for visas mm-hmm. where, where if you were a high roller, your visa was being expedited if, and, and you might not have done anything except just request it to get one. He also ran into some issues where he was uh, fucking around giving visas to New Jersey Governor Murphy's soccer team, in addition to working with the Clintons and Hillary Clinton's brother especially. Um you know, in regards to visa stuff to, to go with, with, with things that they were involved in. And it's just, you know, w- when you have the absolute most slimiest people on earth running the, you know, uh, entities that be are supposed to, you know, be interdicting drugs and, and, and stopping and stemming the flow of illegal immigration and, and, and interdicting terrorists, uh, it just raises a whole bunch of red flags and concerns. Yeah. So, so I, I think at the end of the day, you know, it's just one of those things where we have to remain extra vigilant because, it, it like they said, it seemed like a seamless, maybe drug-loaded vehicle, but it turned out to have 18-plus people in it and, and three people who were confirmed to be members of cartels from other countries. That's got to be kind of a letdown. You think you're going to make a big drug bust and pop the trunk open and, oh, God damn it. We, we just want to work. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck more work. Hacilo political. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Biden let us in. Drugs, the media would talk about it, but such as people, nope. Yeah. yeah Silence. No, even the drugs, they don't want to talk about. They don't want anything negative to be coming from. No, apparently that stuff doesn't happen yeah, anymore. Yeah, the, the whole border crisis is not even about people. It's about cartels bringing illegals into this country. Like, my brother works for the Portland police, and they just deal with so much shit that just comes from them. And it's just crazy that people are like, oh, it's just for the people. Let them come into our country. We need to take care of them. It's like you don't realize what's going on. And then how China is sending their troops to Mexico and yep. Canada to yeah. try to get into the border. And they're using this crisis as their way in. And people are so distracted by, oh, we need to have compassion for these people. It's like they're being played by their emotions. Like, of course, you need to have compassion. But there's people that have gone to this country illegally. Like, it's... Yes, it's hard, but it's not meant to be easy. If it was right. easy, then everybody would be doing it. And, you know, that's a perfect point that you made. Like you said, your personal experience and going through all that stuff, absolutely amazing. And, you know, we love and appreciate you for it. We've had Geisha Montez on the show before. You know, she's a legal permanent resident in the United States, and she's going through the process right now of getting her citizenship. And it's something that, that you know, she appreciates when we talk about 
how strong that line has to be on, on not just both yes. of our borders, but digitally. And, you know, in regards to just law enforcement in general, we've had um, Bella on the show, uh, the Red Pill Babe, and, and her grandma and grandpa both fought in, in the Revolutionary Army in Cuba. And, you know, her grandfather was jailed, and I, I don't want to be misquoting her, but I think executed. And then a couple years mm-hmm. later, her grandmother... Uh, was arrested at a checkpoint for running guns for the rebels against Castro in Cuba and also incarcerated. Mm. So it's mm. it's it's not like we don't have just, you know, red, white, and blue patriots on this show. We have people on the show who are directly related to doing things the right way, who have felt the struggle, mm-hmm. the things of socialism and communism and Marxism and things of that nature, and, and how destructive it is. And, and, and the warnings that they always give out, I think, you know, uh, actually you got into it a little bit, and, and I know Geisha and, and Bella got into it too, we are at the preamble of where those countries go right yep. before they turn into fucking yeah. Venezuela. Yeah, where they just give up their control. It's just like, oh, it's for the better of the people. And it's just like, do you guys not hear how you sound? It's just a mimic of how all these other countries sounded too. Like right. what's in Germany, how they, they just took over. It wasn't just like this huge overtake. It was small and subtle, like, oh, it's for the better of the people. No. The no. government's not for the better of the people. It's for the better of themselves, always. Right. Right. I mean, what did they tell the Jews when they were herding them into the boxcars? This is for your benefit. Exactly. This is for your well-being. What so. are they telling people with masks? Oh, it's for the better of your health. It's right. like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. no, get out of here. If your pants don't protect your farts, <laughs> a mask don't protect you from the virus. I love it. It's rough, man. It's rough where I live. I can't believe that it's been over a year and 99.99% of people outside still wear a face mask where yeah. I live. Oh, and the CDC is backpedaling again. Well, we're going to get into that in a yeah. little bit. But I just want to touch on one thing. Since we're down by the border and, and we live in San Diego, we yeah. might as well touch on something that happened this week. What happened? It's pretty big. Okay. It's Bigly. Bigly? Yeah. Hmm. Bigly. So it, it was announced officially yesterday that the recall vote threshold of 1.4 million and change Got him. has been surpassed. And even though there's still a couple hundred thousand ballots left to close and verify, they were able to verify. Signature verification? 1.6 and change million votes have been certified. What? Yes, Gavin Newsom has officially been recalled. Got him. Got him. Oh. So we, we do have a lot of things going on here in California. Oh. And some big people are throwing their names in the hat. Well, he's coming out. Newsom's going to come out as a transgender now. His his uh, pronouns are stunning and brave. We're not there yet, but we do have former <laughs> former San Diego Mayor Kevin Falconer. All right, he's throwing his name in the hat. Um, a couple other people. Uh, one other guy who you may or may not know as Bruce Jenner from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Too bad Nick's not here. Real quick, he went to pick up his kids because this is one of his favorite topics. Mm. To talk about. He loves to talk about the Kardashians. He loves to talk about Kanye and Kim. This is weird. Um, but Big Bruce, Big Bruce Jenner, it threw its name into the ring yesterday. <laughs> I'm gonna play a little bit of audio for you guys. You guys tell me if you remember uh, one of these clips that he's most famous for. Okay. South Park. That was from South Park when, when yeah, they did, when they did a, a perfect oh. re- representation of, of Bruce Jenner. Now people were all all jumped all over 
Trey Parker and Matt Stone when that shit came out, and they're like, that's not what she sounds like. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> sounds worse. Well, that's the thing. I always like to talk about it. Uh, they're actually being nice. Yeah. And graceful. <laughs> I When I drive over here on the day of the podcast, I like to listen to Steven Crowder because <laughs> I, I need a dick and fart joke. Yeah, boy. Yeah, exactly. He, you know, I don't know how I feel about him exactly. He does things that are so based, and that's just what brings me back to him. He reenacted the George Floyd knee on the neck thing. For oh, the I still got to watch that. <laughs> he literally did, got demonetized and got banned from YouTube. He gets yeah. kicked off Twitter. And he all the- for it, too. Didn't he get back? Yes. I mean, he comes back all the time because one of the people who co-hosts the show with him is a lawyer. So as soon, lawyer. As, as, soon as they get his name. Yeah, as soon as they get demonetized, he, they immediately start suing and sending paperwork over to Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. <laughs> Make that money. So Bruce was on... Um, yeah, baby. That show recently. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's, it's like the Mass Singer. It's like where people come out in costumes. Oh, it's fucking dumbest show ever. Yeah. yeah, it's the Mass Singer. So he, he he was on there lately, and it's like okay, ninety nine point nine nine seven percent chance of survival rate. Ninety nine point nine nine. Same as Corona. Chance of not knowing who the people are when they have the mask on, but then when this former Olympic athlete. <laughs> Who fails to change the tone of their voice. <laughs> and I'm going to break it down for you real quick. Like break some, it down, girl. Sometimes when I read the stats, I like to read the stats like that. I make my voice Ooh. a little, I'm going to go out on a limb and call it breathy. Mm. But sometimes Your I just. sex phone voice? Right. I just, sometimes I just like to talk like this, you know, and, and do my regular voice. <laughs> so, so Steven broke down a little bit of Bruce's appearance on this mass Singer show and how much of an absolute fucking dumpster fire it was. Mm-hmm. And I want to play a little bit of audio <laughs> with the commentary. Oh, yeah, just to get... Me. So even though we're going to hear some of Bruce, I think you guys are going to really appreciate the fact when Steven does it. I hadn't heard it until before the show today, and it is amazing. Yeah. So so, so let's, let's stand by right now and let our audience hear how absolutely delicious this was. Nope. Actually, oh that was wrong. Can you imagine if that was your babysitter? That's right. Dad, oh yeah, my god! And this is the whole point. You know that show is the Masked Singer. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I wish there was a mask on. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Double mask. Her. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's it's mask. Singer. The whole point is to be like, who is it? Yeah. Who? who hey, who could that be? Turk, Turk, and the crack. Is it the Joker? <laughs> or me thinks that you're Caitlyn Jenner. Like they're, they're gonna be suspicious. You'd be like, it'd be like they hear behind them like, TikTok, <laughs> on the clock. Like, hey, who's that? Who could that DJ be? blow the spit. I brush my teeth <laughs> with a bottle of Jack. Used to be Jim Beam. They don't age enough. Yeah. Oh, what? It, who? What? Could that be? Uh, could that be uh, Miles Davis? <laughs> exactly. I think they had to have a meeting before. Is hey, when 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 Caitlyn comes out, it's really gonna suck. But I need you all to dance and clap yeah. and sing and act like My she's favorite part doing was, a great uh, job. It wasn't in the clip, but she was like, uh, "What's going on? Yeah. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? I'm breathing the roof. <laughs> tick tock, DJ stop. By the by, uh, is there cultural appropriation in there at all? Hey. Maybe. I'm not sure what it would be of. I don't know. I is there a quite. dead guy in front of her car? <laughs> Jesus. Yes. yes. Don't groan. We all know what happened. Yeah. yeah. He, she, she uses them like pylons. Well, actually, Bruce hit a guy. She didn't. That's right. That was how she Bruce is hit fine. a guy. Yeah. yeah. But she can avoid all federal charges. Yeah, because she doubt-fired her way. Yeah. That's exactly when Bruce <laughs> Jenner became Caitlyn. It's like, uh, Mr. Jenner, did you uh, run over that person and leave the scene? of the crime? 
Oh, Good God. enough for me. I'm sorry, Bye. man. Bye. Have, have a pleasant afternoon. His sister is here. I don't know what to do. Sister. There's a... and, and that's them kind of just absolutely destroying it as best as we could on this show, regardless of the commentary. Well, and then without the video to go along with the performance on that show. Oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I mean, the only way you could make Bruce Jenner's hands look bigger <laughs> is this if you put some fucking weird like infinity war gauntlet gloves with <laughs> like yeah epic she's the chosen one i'm gonna put somebody's eye out with those things so right before we get out of california what we're leaving tick tock <laughs> it, it was announced today and i'm gonna call this listen we've played a lot of bass stuff so far as I want to the, see him and Big Mike go at it on the court. Big Mike? Big Mike! As the most <laughs> base move of the day. And this is an exclusive. I'm reading from the National File right now. Shout out to Tom Pappert. A law enforcement source speaking on a condition of Anon provided Breitbart, Texas with a memorandum authorized by Rodney S. Scott, chief of the United States Border Patrol. In the April memo, Scott advises that Acting Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Troy Miller cannot endorse uh, a new communication and vocabulary, or as I like to call them, pronouns, policy set in motion by the Biden administration. Biden with an A. <laughs> the policy change yeah, requires Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement personnel to refrain from using the term alien or unaccompanied alien children, oh undocumented alien, illegal alien, and assimilation. Um, and this is referencing from internal communications. And again, I'm reading from the national file. The terms must be substituted with <laughs> unscheduled present non-citizen. Wait, what? Oh yes. Unscheduled? Unscheduledly. Is that even a word? No, Unscheduledly? It always, it always um, autocorrects on my phone. <laughs> Followed by non-citizen with unaccompanied children. Undocumented non-citizen and civic integration. So stunning Civic the policy went into effect on April 19th. However, um, the U.S. Border Patrol put out a statement that said the U.S. Border Patrol, USBP, is and must remain an apolitical federal law enforcement agency based. Over the years, many outside forces on both extreme sides of the political spectrum have intentionally or unintentionally politicized our agency and our mission. Despite every attempt by USBP leadership to ensure that an official messaging remained consistent with the law, fact, evidence, there is no doubt that the reputation of the U.S. Border Patrol has suffered because of the many outside voices. Mandating the use of these terms, which are inconsistent with the law, has the potential to further erode the public trust in our government institutions. I'm going to read between the line. The person who is the highest ranking member of the Border Patrol said, fuck your pronouns. We're mm -hmm. calling them illegal Preach. aliens. That's it. And then he dropped the mic. <laughs> I hit my mic to make it sound like I dropped it. And, and that's pretty much it. So despite Scott's objection, the policy was ultimately put in place and remains in effect. However, the impact on official reports and legal documents must uh, contain decodified pronouns. U.S. Immigration's oh uh, enforcement and Border Patrol said they will not be using it. Yeah, it's so, like it's, it's going to get to the point the where there's effect. so many words involved. It's going to be like an accidentally present person of <laughs> color with 
unintention of breaking laws. It's like the radio comms are going to take forever. Like the battery is going to die. They're just people. Let them in. TikTok. Oh my God. They're not just people though. Like what's sad is that they're all, they're, they're using normal people to like put this like haze over people's eyes and then they're bringing in these drug cartels and then all these dangerous people over the disguise of like these people that need help. And what's sad is that these people actually do need help, but they're getting over all these like bad people are taking over and it's just that's the thing the cartels and human smuggling and trafficking organizations worldwide are making a fortune right now yes. by weaponizing and they, they're corralling these people they yeah. just corral these people like well, that's that the thing. and that, they that, play that... on people's emotions like especially fucking americans they're so yeah. weak-minded it's it, it's so annoying because it's just like they don't understand how the world works right because in america they've been handed everything like yep. everything's been handed to you that no one's had to work for anything here and that's why we have such weak people in america that aren't willing to stand up and fight yeah and, and then we have all these foreigners that came to America and they appreciate America and they're the ones fighting for America. And it's just, it's insane. No, I, I 100% agree with you. The cartels and human trafficking organizations worldwide are now weaponizing economic migrants. Yeah. Who are getting, yeah. who are just, well, people are, are literally and, rolling across the third world right now. It's and more saying, profitable than drugs right now. Yes. And they're yes, saying like, because it's, they can reuse the same person over and over and over again. Yes. Like a drug you can use once and then you're done with it. But with a person, they can keep reusing it until that person's dead. Who yep. knows how many times that is? Well, you can do the loaner, the, the, the rent a kid. And then once you're done renting the kid out, you can just sell it into sex trafficking. And yeah, it's so sad. Like people don't understand how fucking messed up the the human trafficking is especially in on the border crisis and in portland and probably california too like oh of course they they play on people's emotions oh we're just trying to let these people into our country because they want a better life like you don't realize the what they're doing behind the closed doors of like who they're letting in and all this the sex trafficking industry is in fucking insane and people don't want to acknowledge it because then it's going to break their visual of what they have of like oh people are just wanting to get into be nice but it's not nice. Actually, you said you're, you're originally from, from where? Romania? Well, I'm technically, my parents are from Romania. I'm right. first generation American. Okay, well, well, congratulations and welcome. Yeah. But I mean, I know <laughs> in that part of the, you know, Eastern Bloc European countries, there is a huge sex smuggling ring and human trafficking yep. stuff going on there. It's just absolutely disgusting. And, you yep. know, we keep seeing all these players. I, I, I was trying to figure out a way to segue it in. And, and now we've done it with the incorporating the sex trafficking into the show not that we advocate for it but we're talking against it we just incorporated yeah. it here and here we are um there were pictures that resurfaced this week of two of the most evil players in the history of mankind Ghislaine maxwell and <laughs> jeffrey epstein formerly of i didn't kill myself um mm -hmm. appeared in the white house in, in 1993 photos that showed not only were they there and, and hosted by bill clinton who was in the picture with them but they did have some kind of a formal dinner after that event where he hosted yep. both of them. Um, I don't know how both of you guys feel. The stance that we kind of have on this show is that those two people are character figureheads of something that's much deeper and darker. Mm -hmm. Not that they did not participate in any of those bad, evil things, because obviously they did. Oh. But the fact of the matter is, if you think it starts and ends with them, so like, oh. let's say Jeffrey Epstein doesn't kill himself, but he winds up dead, that human trafficking worldwide starts and ends with him is just naive and ignorant. I mean, I wish it was that simple. That would be nice. Not, right. He's a fucking pawn, and compared to the rest of the whole game, like he's not even anything that important compared to the rest of the whole game. Like it's, it's a loyal far, family. 
See, yeah, yeah, it goes and, far and, beyond and, that. I just it's like the backers that back like the CCP and the backers that back the whatever's going on in Afghanistan and the backers that backed, you know, people that were against Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi and uh, you know the former president of Egypt who were all kind of kicked out and killed and murdered, you know, and the th- because they were against the narrative, they were against the one world currency and mm-hmm. you know they might have been protecting stargazers and and things of that nature, you know, the, the rabbit holes in in those situations are just kind of endless. So, I I mean, it's pretty funny when at the end of the day, right now, in the global climate, you could actually sit down and make a legitimate argument how Putin and Xi Jinping are more allies to the United States than all of the (laughs) fucking baddies that they tell us about everywhere. I'm going to go back to memes real quick. You guys saw the Zoom call meme, right? Where they had all the world yeah. leaders. They had like a Can dozen I world leaders. my wife back, Oh, my please? God. And, and, they, and Biden was the only one wearing a mask on the Zoom call, and someone put... Oh, my God. Someone put Putin's oh. commentary as, all right, I'm going to stop right now because it's weird, and everybody's looking at that. He's like, I just want to know why Joe Biden's wearing a fucking mask. Like, are you going to catch coronavirus through Zoom? <laughs> So I mean, well, I mean, the computers are really technologically advanced now. It has been fact checked. Viruses, computer viruses. Yeah, Bill Gates. I mean, Bill Gates did it. Did both of them. So we're not going to talk about it. (laughs) It's all. It's all man-made. So it's all the same. Get your Windows update. All right, let's. (laughs) Or your booster shot. I mean, sorry, forgot. So this is another reason why I I wish Nick was back already because. Uh, here's the vibe I get. I, I, you know, he talks about a lot of that Doomer bullshit and, and and stuff like that. But I think the fact of the matter is, is like you have to look at it as like actors on a stage. Stage is a movie. Movie. Yep. How are they done usually? They're done in trilogies. So we have mm-hmm. everything that's before documentable. You know, phones, cameras, uh, where you could literally photos document. You're talking about Act One. It's it's the narrative of they're just going to tell you what stuff is and you're going to have to believe it. We're talking about cavemen. We're talking about dinosaurs. Shit of that nature. That's the first, you know, movie. It was kind of low budget. We didn't know it. And just like Star Wars, it fucking goes through the roof. So that right now. Low budget like the moon landing? <laughs> Got him. I could put my Got finger. Through, I could put my finger through the wall of this lander. That's like one of my favorite <laughs> fucking lines ever. I'm just like, wait a minute. You went through the atmosphere, which is supposedly one of the strongest things ever. With some aluminum foil. Yeah, exactly. And you could put your finger through it. But <laughs> right now, we're we're entering kind of the end of Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. You know, his hand is out. I am your father. <laughs> and the Patriots are just like, you know, I am your father is basically. I won with 80 million votes. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. Patriots are just there, Preach. beat up, two black eyes. That's I'm... not true. That's not possible. <laughs> One hand. We had the most secure elections of ever. It's Safest like, and secure okay. election in the history of the Republic. Oh, suck my ass. Barf. Oh. That's... Perfect. But but I feel like like the vibe right now is of that. We're at the end of a three-part movie, and we're in part two where it's like the bad guy wins. We've referenced Empire Strikes Back. We've referenced, or referenced Infinity Wars before. You know, just when we thought we were good on November 3rd, Dominion Voting System puts up its hand and says, You should have gone for the USB and snaps. And there it is. Half of Donald Trump's votes are blinked out of existence. Mm. And we're in the current situation where we are now. Almost like when the next Avengers movie, Endgame, starts, and it says five years later. And and, and we're, we're at the precipice of, like, our numbers are down. There's a lot of people who 
are beat up. There's a lot of players who were in this game who are now blackpilled, who are shilling, who are grifting, who are taking your attention away from what's really impossible or important yeah. here. You know, an insurmountable lead that doesn't seem like we have any chance in. But then there's the players in this game who are kind of, you know, keeping the Patriots in charge. It's the General Flynn's. It's the Mike Lindell's. It's the Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. You got one reverse. Come on, give us a Sydney Powell. <laughs> so it's, yeah, sometimes she'll just like disappear, dude, and then come out of nowhere. Well, that's the yeah. cheetah print. It's like camouflage. Yeah, she's, she's probably she's probably animal. right there. You just don't see her because she's standing next to something that might also be cheetah print. Yeah. So she's blended in. <laughs> so Mike's Lynn's out there, you know, rallying up the troops, and she's kind of like in behind the scenes, you know. Hey, you got to remember, if, if you would go back, and a lot of people don't do this, you, you read her book. She was one of the biggest whistleblowers in the history of D.C. in yeah. regards to the legal system. And she was a lot smarter. And she basically puts it in her book. I'm always there behind the scenes. I'm a watcher. And when I finally had enough information, I, I blew that whistle. And yeah. I, and I kind of feel that's like one of the things where she's at now. And we even get back to players in the game like Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood kind of gives off that, like, Lando Calrissian vibe. He comes in with, like, the cape and, like, you know, the nice little haircut. And he's like, oh, man, do I have some stuff for you? <laughs> so and, Lynn Wood's a gangster, man. He really That's, is. He, he went to go grab that dude's arm. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, yeah, we saw it. Or, oh, he was uh, he was eyeballing yeah, that guy's freaking soft spot. And, and as soon as that guy said, "Oh, aren't you involved in the Chinese pornography? He's like, shut your mouth. You better just get out of this race <laughs> right now. You. So you expose what you did. Yeah, and it, it's just one of those things. You, you know, they're really holding on to the very last fabrics of that cloak that's about to rip. The man behind the scary mask at the end of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You, you know the the puppeteer that was like the Emperor in Star Wars. The person you can't beat in like the Avengers movies, which was Thanos and they figured out a way yeah. to, to kind of do it and, or whatever other movie correlation you want to make, you know, that's just where we're at right now. And we have to just say like holding the line is not just something that needs to be done physically. Mm-mm. It needs to be mentally, done figuratively. spiritually. Yes. It's just all to all connected. Like I don't think people realize how much their thoughts affect everybody else. Every, when you have negative thoughts, you're portraying that into the universe and that's going to ripple off other people and that's going to emphasize their negative thoughts. And then those people's negative thoughts can emphasize other people's negative thoughts and just it's a ripple effect. And people don't realize that your thoughts really create the world that's around you. And yeah. if you have bad thoughts, you're going to keep pushing that out into the world. And that's we're fighting against that. So if you're having all these negative thoughts, you're fighting against us. Right. How many, add, how many, how, I would like to add to that, though. Like, go ahead. You're so right. Because, uh, you know, when when people have these negative thoughts, they think they're feelings. You know? Yeah. But your thoughts yeah, are not it's feelings. Not. Your, your no. thoughts are not feelings. Your thoughts can turn into feelings if you allow them to. Yep. But if you step back and you just look at it critically and just let it pass on by and move on, you know, you don't have to carry that with you all day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's okay to have these. said makes so much sense. Yeah, it's okay to have these negative thoughts, but, like, do something about it. Like, okay, if you have a... A certain question like oh i don't understand this go do your research go research so you have a clear mind about what you're thinking about like right. don't just take that one thought and turn it into emotion and then you project that out into the world take yeah, don't that dump thought. all your emotions out on yeah. everybody else hey, hey, deal that. with your emotions privately <laughs> and not in my comments 
Yeah, yeah take that thought, go do some <laughs> research and put some critical thinking to it. It's like that thought's uh, a key to like how you should be thinking like, oh, I have this negative thought. Maybe I should change the way I think. Let me go do some research about it and see how I change my mindset about it. It's like, don't just take your thoughts and turn them into feelings and then project that onto the world because that affects everybody around us. We're all, we're all connected. The way people feel is the way we all feel. It's like, if we're trying to change the world and then some people are trying to bring us back into the negative, we're fighting against each other and that's not how it should be. Yeah. And, and you just have to understand, like, they're doing a lot of things to demoralize us that we just can't you know, really uh, avoid seeing, but you have to like rise above it and just take it in. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, how many times have we seen Jen Psaki in the last week? Like there was a, there was a tweet today that I saw. She's trying to give the fucking press conference and like, and the fucking ceilings fucking fall. Yes. And, and it's like, oh, I guess Tyler Perry must be shooting a fucking episode of, of the Oval Office on the other side of the wall. And then last week, she's right in the middle of a presser and a fucking plane flies over. Yeah, I'm pretty yep. sure that doesn't and happen. No, that's, no, no that, flies, that's flies one of the most DC, secure so airs. Yes, one of the most secure airspaces in the world. There's no way an airplane flew that close to. Not only did, did an airplane not fly over, but that didn't sound like a fucking, like, you know, uh, a, a Cessna. That jet. sounded like a, a, an actual passenger plane. So it, yeah. it's just one of those things well, that... Well, it sounded like a, like a jet. Yeah, and what about the fact that, you know, we've seen Kamala Harris where she was at the airport a couple weeks ago, and, and she's standing in front of the stairs, supposedly, of Air Force One, and at the top of Air Force One, what's there? <laughs> a fucking green screen. You know, yep. and it's just like she supposedly. And why isn't Joe Biden getting dropped off on the front lawn by Air Force One ever? Why is he right? getting dropped Whenever. off? At, Never. At the, no, he's getting dropped off at supposedly an airport, which could be any airport. And then he's taking Marine One supposedly to the White House. And, and to not think that all of these people who for, for like the last at least 30, 40 years have been infiltrated by the CIA in regards to being the media are not going to go along with this bullshit narrative is just completely naive. And and I really feel like some of these reporters who supposedly report the news real just are completely, uh, you know, left out of having any access to this because they know, like, we're in fucking Georgia in front of a fake White House. Like, why am I going to tell anybody we're at the Rose Garden or we're at the Ellipse or something like that? Because we're fucking not. When are these people going to start to snap? Oh, God, I would love to see Donald just have a meltdown. Yeah. So, I mean, let's move on and, and kind of get into, you know, we all hate talking about it, but we've kind of referenced it throughout the show, our, our COVID roundup. Yeah. And, and we, yeah, we've had some new uh, information released today. More specifically, okay. that douchebag who's now running the CDC um, who said she has such a fear of different strains a few weeks ago. Oh, my God. Right. They, they, they haven't even been able to... Yes, they haven't even been able to prove that COVID nineteen is a thing. They can't, they can't synthesize the whole thing. Like it's nothing can be proven. Exactly. All- well, well, she released a short statement today in regards to. I fun. bet Wuhan can synthesize it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Got him. Got him. Before we get into that, there was also leaked pictures this week of Barack Obama and. Tony Fauci in that lab high fiving in 2013 talking to scientists the one that, fucking right well, the one that's still on the internet yeah the one that Anthony Fauci uh, monetarily sponsored for several years before yeah. before mm-hmm. this this bioweapon was released on the sick pre-existing and chubby people did he ever say he hadn't been there before that'd just, be nice he said I've seven. never been there before he said wear seven masks <laughs> All right, let's, nice. let's hear the CDC yeah, director real quick let's see what she had to say Given what we know about COVID-19 vaccines and their efficacy, 
It is also safe for those who are fully vaccinated to return to the activities they love doing inside while wearing a mask. The guiding principles we released today and the illustrative examples compare the safety of several activities if you are vaccinated or not. And the difference is clear. As we gather more and more data on the real world efficacy of vaccines, we know that masks no fully vaccinated yeah. people nope. can safely attend I think she's CGI. services inside, go to an indoor restaurant or bar, and even participate in an indoor exercise class. So Sounds like a cyborg. Yeah, it, it, it certainly does. And the fact of the matter is that she's saying, like, even though if you're alone and fully vaccinated. Which... Uh, how fucking retarded. Like, right. and the whole thing, oh, go get a vaccine, but you still have to wear a mask outside. And when you're around people, what's the whole point of the vaccine then? It's like, aren't you immune? So, so in response to that, the current resident of the United States, Joseph R. Basements Jr., <laughs> came out with a swift response to that CDC um, information dump and came out to a lawn somewhere in front of a building that kind of looks like the White House today to address some members of the media. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. On the way down the ramp, oh no, I got you. resident basements wore his mask and then was trolled by the media at the end on why if he was coming out to announce that some of these restrictions were being cut back that he would go out and do so so let's hear a little bit of that exchange right there but because i uh one at a time if the risk is so low outdoors why doesn't this new guidance apply to everybody because the science indicates that the most certain way to make sure it doesn't spread if both people have been vaccinated the people you're with, and you're outside. And you chose to wear a mask. Sir, you chose to wear a mask. You chose to wear a mask as you walked out here. What message were you sending by wearing a mask outside alone? By watching me take it off and not put it back on until I get inside. Do you have any Fucking moron. What? What yeah, questions exactly. and, are these? And I'm not going to lie to you. He gave the creepiest <laughs> fucking smile, and he gave that, like, Shooter McGavin gun. He's like, I'm that did it to wear it down here and take it off and not wear it back inside. What a patriot. Yeah, exactly. Got you, fucker. And, and, <laughs> you know, at that point, some of the media that was there kind of had it. And as we segue through I the do like of, seeing that they're, 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 they're not softballing them as bad as they were. Well, I think they're starting to just kind of roll their eyes, too. I mean, but yeah. let's just know a couple they're more things. Fr- from that CDC announcement, and I'm, I'm talking to everybody here who doesn't do any of these things things anyway but she reiterated the fact that if you were fully vaccinated which no one's who listens to this show is nope you nope. can wear a mask outside when you're by yourself Never but if you're out if, Never you're, wore a mask. if you're outside nope. still in crowds you must wear a mask maybe two and oh, in regards to indoors and she said she had a hard time differentiating between whether it's with family units or friends you need to wear a mask uh, and there are no exceptions for children's now. As far as CDC guidance goes, what? yeah, they they reissued the, the wait a minute, yeah, the child aspect mm-hmm. last week they, said they want kids to wear it. Right, they went all the way down to two years old. I think yep. about no, ten days no, ago, and now now they went yep. across the board. There are no exceptions for children, and then you're gonna start Even seeing no. right. You're gonna start Air, seeing those flights and shit again. Where yeah, like yeah, that's why those people got kicked insanity. off because their two year old daughter was eating. 
And then they're like, oh, your daughter's not wearing a mask. You got to get off the plane. But she was eating. And it's like, but doesn't it come across your logic? Like if you're eating, you don't have to wear a mask. Right. So at that point, the media had kind of had it and got into something that's going on uh, in regards to the issues that India is having in the administration's response. Uh, As he was walking away and not taking any questions as usual, he had a couple um, pre-written out cards. Um, And he quickly, you know, chided the media not to ask him more than one question at a time because it, it, you know, confuses (laughs) him even more. Um, And if, you know, like if the clone gets too far away from like the receptor unit inside the fake White House. Drugs are wearing off. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, they asked him about what's going on in India and and he had a brief response. But I'd like to before he gets into the context of his response, listen to what he says before. AstraZeneca, will you make it faster to get for them to get the vaccine? The vaccines we will get soon. India, they're suffering at what this moment. What do you moment. say to the folks in India? Well, you Look, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna. This is the last question I'll take, and I, I'm really gonna be in trouble. Hmm. What? With regard to India, I spoke at length with Modi, the Prime Minister. We are sending immediately a whole series of help that he needs, including providing for those Rindesivir and other... God, he struggles to put a sentence together. To deal with this <laughs> if, if you saw the next word. How physically right now. <laughs> Secondly, we are sending the actual mechanical parts that are needed for the machinery they have to build a vaccine. Is that even a thing? Mechanics and machines and robots and shit. We're also discussing, (laughs) I've discussed with him, when we'll be able to send actual vaccines to India, which will be my intention to do. They don't need need to send them if he's building the shit there. Make sure we have other vaccines like Novavax and others coming on probably. And I think we'll be in a position to be able to share, to share Vaccines yeah. as well as know-how yeah. with other countries no. who are in. I'm gonna make a meme out of that. They have hydroxychloroquine and it's legal there, and, and they're passing add, it out to everyone. They don't need the vaccines. Yep. At the very beginning, India helped us. Thank you. So I mean, that's where he kind of left off at that, and it was just absolutely disgraceful display of someone who, Yeah, someone who's supposedly holding the highest office in the land. Um, Word vomit. Yeah, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. kind of leave that whole COVID at that, and we're gonna segue on to something else. You know, as we're kind of rounding third here, and it's it's a new scandal involving, uh, you know, former dirtbag and current dirtbag John Kerry. Um, oh, me pers- One of my personal rabbit holes is that ever since Barack Obama left office, um, former resident of Kenya, um, Barry Sotero, mm-hmm. that Susan Rice, mm-hmm. John Kerry, Big Mike, and Big Mike. Thank you. And Mr. Holder have been running uh, kind of like a shadow government campaign behind everything that's been in office since. Um, Rice, Kerry, and Holder, in addition to the Obamas, you know, have done nothing but help destabilize this country since 2016 at the earliest. Um, And that started off with the implementation of the uh, social justice summer down in, uh, where was that, Baltimore? Michael Brown? That's where it started. Mm. Yeah, that was the start of that was the start of the Communist Manifesto for good old Barry, former resident of Kenya. Um, apparently, John Kerry had there was some audio leak this week that he, at, while performing duties as a foreign minister, acknowledged that 
Um, he told Iran that secret Israeli airstrikes had taken place against targets in parts of Iran and Syria. Um, what do you guys think about that? Uh, it's kind of interesting right now to see, and it kind of leads into the narrative that we've been pushing that not only are the Patriots in control, but we're starting to turn the tide as we enter that third chapter of the trilogy movie. Why someone who's been so deep seated in the puppeting that's going on behind the scenes, like John Kerry for years, get kind of, I don't want to call it doxxed, but pretty much is in a way to where he looks absolutely terrible. In addition to all the other things he's been caught doing, like talking to Iran on the slide, being involved with the directly with the money pallets and things of that nature. So what do you guys think about that? Hmm. I'll I give think you, they I'll, all I'll cut give you, a deal to make themselves look not as bad as what they're doing. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of context. It says, and this is coming from a Senate GOP member, it's unfathomable that any U.S. diplomat, past, present, or would-be future, would leak any kind of intelligence to the world's leading sponsor of terrorism at the expense of our staunchest allies, people like Israel. And that came from Wisconsin Representative Mike Gallagher, um, supposedly a rising star in the Republican Party, but who cares? It goes right. on to say, and I'm, I'm reading from Politico now, Kerry, the former Secretary of State and former Massachusetts Senator and Democratic presidential nominee in the fakest election ever when Skull and Bones ran across or ran against Skull and Bones, um, served as Biden's climate envoy on the NSC and was the chief negotiator of the 2015 Iran nuclear money pallet deal. His role in that accord has drawn him scorn from Republicans and even from people on the other side of the aisle Um in, res- in regards to some of the hawkish Democrats. And it would go on to say that, you know, uh, he basically was telling Iran all the information and intel that we were gathering on Israeli moves against Iran, not only in Iran, but other countries. So now it was like 200 times or something like that. Yes, it was. It was over 200 times that he communicated 200 individual times that he communicated to the Israeli government that they were making moves against Iran in Syria, Iraq, and even in um, northwestern parts of their own country. I mean, I'm not shocked that that that's going on, but I'm almost numb at this point in the game. Yeah, because it's like I should be really shocked that this is actually coming out in the headlines. Yeah, that's because what I'm saying. This is a really big fucking deal. Why would someone who's a major player behind the scenes, and we know who he is, he's got just as much pull, if more, than Susan Rice, who people said have been running puppet strings on Democratic side of the House for years now. You know, it, 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 they came to a conclusion a couple years ago that she was never going to be enough to be president. So they just kind of let her puppeteer yeah. people all over the place, like John Kerry does, like Eric Holder does. You know, like that former Barack Obama. What kind of star was he? The guy who helped Time Magazine article? Oh. He was the uh, integrity star or something like that? Mm, I don't know. They had this one guy who helped align all the labor unions and the multimedia facets and the masters of the universe like Lizardberg and Soy friggin' Dorsey and all those people. You know. (laughs) Lizardberg. Yeah. (laughs) That's a new one for me. These guys have just been been running kind of this information around forever, and now to have it exposed and and out there, it seems like it's a pretty major leak. Oh, scissor me timbers. Absolutely. (laughs) So before we get into any more commentary, um, Senate whatever leader, I believe it's Kevin McCarthy, had a response to this, and this may give a little more content before we get into it. Serious allegations. And knowing the position that he holds in government and the position that he did hold, yes, it should be investigated. Knowing if these are true, I think it should go beyond him just resigning. These are very... 
And that's the thing. He he's basically calling him. I guess he's like a climate czar, or a climate envoy right now. And we all knew that was BS. Like, yeah, he's so been I, disappeared. He's been out of the scene for so long, and then all of a sudden he pops back up. He has no idea about any of the science, and you can just tell. Like, what the other day he said that we need to get rid of all of the CO two in the atmosphere. <laughs> what? I'm like, bro, we breathe. Should, it should out. we stop breathing? Yeah. <laughs> Like I can't everything breathe. would die. You want us to turn Earth into Mars? Like that's how fucking ridiculous well, well, climate control people are. It's like first I, it was global warming, now it's climate control. Now it's climate change. Like the the climate's always changing. It's gonna ebb and flow from up and down. Like the climate Mother Earth knows how to take care of itself. Yes. We don't have to wor- like worry about it that much. And like John Coleman. So you said. guys understand. You guys understand, but like normal people don't understand. No, they don't. Like, I wish somebody would just look up agenda 2030 or Ooh. agenda 21 oh my God, Every, I know. that's Thank what you. climate change is the main driver yeah we did a whole episode on it agenda. yeah we did a whole episode on it but four weeks ago with jasmine and austin from russian disinformation second plug of the show you're welcome um and where we talked about all the stuff that's going on with davos and the wef and all those big kind of backers that are involved in that whole scheme and and, and what that whole agenda is about um and it's just one of those things where i feel like uh you know People have a lot of opportunities based on what they see, what they hear, what physically is going on around them, the mass Karens, the mm-hmm. you know, this, that, and the other thing to get down, to get doomed, to get blackpilled, to say like things are a psyop and everything's a psyop. And mm-hmm. Nick coming back right now with a beer for himself, but not for me, even though we're getting close to the end of the show, is also a psyop. And he's still walking over here without <laughs> a beer for me. I'm hoping he's going to get. I got some Bud Light in your, in your people fridge if you want to. And I did. I did have one more thing I wanted to touch on. Now that Nick's back, because there there was a major, major, major announcement, maybe even bigger than the Maricopa County recount uh, this week in regards to uh, you know something that came down from the Biden administration. And now that Nick's here and he's within earshot, I just want to let him know. You know, Nick, this week the administration announced that moving forward in regards to eating meat especially beef you're gonna oh be, my god you're gonna be restricted. like three pounds a year or right. something like that well four pounds a year and uh <laughs> as little as four burger or actually i'm sorry one, one burger, burger a month, a month. <laughs> yeah so I, no. I just want to know what your feelings are on that and how do you respond is that is that a real thing yes yes that is 100%. there should be pitchforks and torches in the street exactly. right now like Look, yeah they could suck my ass with that one like come here's, on here's the my opinion here's the deal here's here's the deal okay welcome back by the way we missed you I had to um, pick up my kiddos. Um, it's not a, this is no longer like, so part of the issue I have with Biden supporters okay. is they're very Wait, are stupid. They, are they even, you're talking about are what? Are they even supporters? Are, well, well no, here's my point. You're talking is, about what, 37 million people at the most? I'm talking about like no. a thousand people probably. Okay. No. I'm sorry, 8 million people. <laughs> four people. <laughs> four people. of Those you out there. Less than. The no four people that show. gave us the, the bad ratings on iTunes. <laughs> Motherfuckers. No. Um, is that the Biden supporters don't stick to their guns. Mm-mm. And you know here's what? a classic example as like, this? look, regardless of what politically about- you believe in, if someone is limiting the amount of meat you can consume, right. even if you're a vegan, you should step back and go, okay, this is getting a little too crazy. Because if you're telling me what I can and cannot eat, and you're for freedom and anti-fascism, which is exactly. what Antifa claims, but you're, te- dude, four pounds a month? 
No, it's four pounds no. a year. It's, it's oh, a 90, year. What? A year? It's one Fuck burger a month, and, and that four pounds a year. <laughs> oh if you break down the four pounds a year, it would be the equivalent of a McDonald's regular Nick cheeseburger. Nick ate four patty. pounds today. Yeah, I literally had probably at least a pound of beef, yeah. and I've, I'm literally putting another steak to mm. cool off before I put it on the grill. Okay, when I'm done with this, it's on the counter right yeah, now. Yeah, boy. Yes. So somebody posted. Biden Harris wants to take away your carne asada, ropa vieja, carne mejada, empanada meat burgers. Sounds Practically spicy. writes itself for 2022-24. And then there's the Fox News, uh, Biden's climate requirements, and it's 90% of red meat from diet, four pounds per year, and one burger per month. But get this, see why fact checkers say this is false. <laughs> And it gets what? fucking fact-checked by lead stories, and it says, more oh. information, fact-check. Biden is not cutting 90% of red meat from your diet, not limiting you to is one burger per month. 87%? Lead stories. Okay, so they fact-checked the 90% of red meat and the one burger a month, but is the four pounds going to be a little ridiculous? Well, here's the thing. I got, some, I got two solutions right here. All right, listen to this. First of all, instead of calling them Biden supporters from now on, let's just call them I got, non-Trump supporters. I got supporters. two solutions. One, fuck you. And two, Well, here's the thing. Shut up. The former director of the CDC under the Obama administration took a position last you week. You should say, quote, And now is one Obama of the most highest ranking officials for factcheck.org. Look. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now every time you somebody know, posts those anti-vaccines or I'm taking your meat shit, you got the person who said we were literally going to give you vaccines and take your meat running the fact check organizations that's telling you it's not real when it is. Bro, you know what's funny? Bro, you're, on top, you're on top of your shit. You're on top of your shit, man. I literally just read that. I literally just read that article this morning. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Thank you again to Tom Pappert at the National File. Correct. Um, he, he came correct with that one for us. This is the funny part in the... Um, irony of me for the last four weeks okay. saying that I would consume human meat if the opportunity arrives. Well, it might be all you can get. Guess Ew. what? All you weirdos out there, the opportunity looks like it's coming. <laughs> oh, so. You, you, almost, <laughs> no. you almost made me forget. No, no, thank you. no Well, they do want people to eat babies instead of having babies. That's so. true. Here's the thing I propose, though. In direct response to that, and I think you'd be 100% down. Let's have a barbecue. No, let's pool our money together. <laughs> we're going to run an Uber Eats just, yeah. for, just for beef, and we're going to only use diesel trucks to fucking deliver it. <laughs> I'm not. Come on. Let's go. I actually get meat delivered to my house already. All the drivers, non-vaccinated. American. There we go. We covered yeah, almost boy. everything on the show yeah. right now. All, all so, organic. People. Now we're getting canceled for sure. Yes. We're so, all organic. But on a, on a real note, if this thing does go through, and, and back, I mean, I know we joke a lot on this show, especially towards like the last hour, but my point to people that voted for Biden out of Literally, non-Trump supporters. I would, them. I would say, and obviously I'm not a statistician, so this is just a made-up statistic. But I would say 90% of the people that voted for Biden did it out of spite for Trump. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. So, oh for sure. My point is that they have justified everything up to this point that Biden has done, whether it's the border policy, which is a basically lack thereof. Yep. Whether whether it's your new border pronouns, which we touched on. Oh my God. Hey, I know you missed a little bit, and it's kind of. Uh, cliche to like fill you back in now that you're back but the chief officer of the border patrol said fuck your pronouns good you were using illegal aliens and all things like that yeah because yeah. we don't have time to be announcing that they're like 20 syllables what of did one i say person. it was previously unscheduledly 
present non-citizen. <laughs> Unfortunately born in another country right. in, the, in the wrong time zone. But well, I'd like to fact check myself and remove Colombia from the Southern Triangle and include uh, Guatemala. Yeah, that's what right you're there. going for. Guatemala, Honduras, and... Uh, you put me on the spot and my mind went blank. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm forget, forgetting one again. Who cares? Oh, I want to know. Guatemala, Honduras, and Afghanistan. Afghanistan. There we go. Yeah. Um, Stargate's <laughs> <I> confirmed. <laughs> but my point was that it's funny how up to this point, Biden supporters or voters, whatever you want to call them, They're have supporters. justified everything that he's done to the point of where it's like you you look stupid. Well, the new this. the new pronouns for Biden voters are uh, <laughs> recently. Uh, oh, dude, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I I scroll through Instagram and I'm seeing someone get lit up. On like body back in the comments. What, what's hilarious is if you go on like pretty neutral like non political pages yeah. and they post like a political thing. Yes. If you read through the comments, like ninety percent of the people that comment are roasting like the liberal left and the and yeah. the leftist agenda, oh, it, it's and a, it's it's outstanding because then you see like Brittany Smith sticking up for the people, <laughs> and you click on her her profile, and it's like the first thing you see in her profile is. His, her, they, and you're like, oh gosh, oh my god, and they just light her up. And she's and wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, you're trying to say it's like a, it's like a 2008 Xbox lobby? Yeah, <laughs> there's no filter, and it's just, it's like, yo, where's the fact checkers on this? But um, my last point was with this meat thing. Mm. There's no way you can you can safely justify what someone can and cannot eat, and if you've done what I've done and eaten meat for like the past. What is it? Four months hey, into the year. You Congratulations can if, you can on if it's communism. Congratulations on your weight loss journey, by the way. Yeah, which I've mentioned more than once. You look amazing. Unapologetically, I would. Um, I, I would. Would smash. Usually, I'm intoxicated when I mention that. So I have no recollection. Ten. There's three quarters but of an undrinking beer right there. <laughs> it'll be half when I'm done with the statement. But um, <laughs> my point is that I, I not only have I just I've not like recklessly eaten meat for six right. months. I've researched and I've read books and I've watched videos and documentaries. And if you want to talk about the environment, the vegan yep. agenda ruins the environment Horrible. more because there's a thing called monocropping where they plug literally one crop into acres of land over and over and over again. And what mm -hmm. happens is that soil gets contaminated to the point where it's unusable for anything else. Yeah, you, you know what's to... weird, though, before you get into it, Noah? What sole entity has bought up more farmland than any other individual in the entire United States? <laughs> Bill Gates? Uh, who is, Bill who Gates. is Bill Gates, Alex? Oh. One of my favorite memes in the past year, and I think I touched on this last week. It's Again, funnier than... Normally I'm a little buzzed when we do this, so pardon my <laughs> recollection. Can you get there, please? And I've had six concussions, so I'm... I'm time traveling usually when we sit down for this, but it's, it's the, it's a picture of Bill Gates in like the nineties in his garage. And it's like, man, I remember when Bill Gates used to create like create windows viruses, and yeah. then viruses and then sell you the antivirus. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I wonder what he's up to nowadays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same shit. Hello. Got him. So I did save two things for you. One you're going to love. It's a statement from Donald Trump and one. Big Zaddy. Has my heart eyes on it for you. I, I know we, we are way past our Q Team 6 segment, but I did save our Mike Lindell audio for when Nick mm. came back. Humble pillow farmer, yeah. former crackhead, <laughs> current yeah, CEO. So let's, I want Nick to give some commentary on this. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Big Daddy Mike. 
words, I'm going to say, as soon as you get kicked off of YouTube, you're getting a bonus. Because why? Because then you're actually speaking out free speech and you're not worrying about what Mr. Alphabet and Mr. Google say about us or Suckabuck or Dorky and all these people that try and control us here and they're all going to prison. They're all going to prison, I'm telling you, by the time this is done. And then I will finish here. What we're going to do then for five to six weeks, all the evidence, by the way, that I'm going to dump we're going to dump. It's going to make WikiLeaks look like a tinker toy. Oh, we're God. dumping all this evidence that we have. No, you just seen love a little it. bit of it in absolute proof. We're filming a whole nother documentary this week showing the foreign interference. And I hired investigators for millions of dollars to investigate all these people. Like Who's behind bots and trolls? We're going to find chair. out. Who's behind the attack of on this attack in our country and our good people? Who's who's hiring for cancel culture? We're going to find that out. We're going to drop all the evidence of the election. Election fraud. The Supreme right. Court will finally see, and they will accept this. I'll tell you right now, it's six to seven weeks. They're going to accept this. It's going to be a nine-zero vote. You heard it here first that this election was attacked by foreign countries. And when that happens, now I don't know what they're going to do, but I did tell uh, quite a few people that uh, by August Donald Trump will be back in as our president. He has. What do you think, Nick? This dude. Nick, this is the guy listen, I, I know Kimmel you don't love his no, lifestyle. I know, <laughs> I, I know you, you don't agree with his former lifestyle. But here, I mean, we all have a former lifestyle. Right. He has a current lifestyle no, that so, a lot of people don't know about. The only thing Mike Gundell I mean, is addicted to right now is fucking freedom. Literally. Listen, he has to dye his mustache black before he goes on air because it's covered with white powder. You have to take a man. Who's yeah, take, boy. He's taking his entire investment in life savings and investing it in the Patriot movement to try yeah. and overturn the outcome of the 2020 election. I fear that you guys have pointed me that I'm not rooting for this guy. I am. What I'm saying is that if we okay, piss test this guy with a CVS drug right, let's test, just root for him then. Yeah, let's just root for him. Instead of shitting I mean, on him. Hey, listen, listen let, me, let me ask you a question. Obama smoked crack. Yeah, let's Obama. Obama. Let's listen. Hold on. Hold on. Stand by. Just listen in the background real quick. Why pursue this lawsuit? Well, uh, you pursue a lawsuit for the truth. Who is that? Uh, I would have been a big time loser had I not pursued the lawsuit. That's like Mike Lindell. It's Jesse Ventura. Oh, okay, well. They're the same person. No, well, they're hey character templates. We've hey. talked about it on the show before. They are the same person. It's character templates. Yo, yo, that's so crazy. You say that, bro. Wow, was thinking about that last night. But they do sound a lot alike. I've said that from the beginning when we started showing Mike Lindell. Bro. Look, and I, wow. like I said, Mike Lindell, American Dream, crackhead, millionaire, three hundred bucks of blanket. Oh, I'm a sucker. I bought one. Let's get him in the wrestling ring. At the end of the day, he's fighting for us. He's on our side. He's on our side. Listen, he wants you to do two things. He I am rooting have, for him. He wants you to have Donald Trump as your president, and he wants you to eat as much meat as possible. What more could you not love about that? And look, all jokes aside, I sub, I'm excited, and right. I did spend $1,000 on his products. What I'm saying is, we were talking last week, like... <laughs> I fucking love you, Nick. This guy's probably moonlighting to Vegas... <laughs> just getting <laughs> ripped okay let's not be shocked when someone drug tests him for whatever reason and it comes out Yo, with does Mike have nine a, different does Mike schedule have one narcotics does Mike have a what reverse does he have any kids does he have any kids he does have kids 
I didn't know that. Yeah, he does. He he keeps his private life very private, and, and that's that's one of the other reasons oh, why he's kind of on the a, forefront of that. How the, convenient he the, keeps his private life. Well, no, very, the, the, he very doesn't secretive. want to bring his employees into it because they were family owned and operated until they expanded to up to twenty five hundred employees, and that's one of the reasons why he's at the forefront of this because when Dominion and Smartmatic sued him, he sued on behalf of the company and the families that they're trying to, you know, take yeah. out and, and things of that nature. So, I don't know. I, I think whether or not how you feel about how Michael Lindell and his past life choices and, and things that he's done in his past have done, I think he's been nothing but pretty much someone who's filled up my late night evenings with infomercials and has brought me and my family <laughs> comfort via his pillows and weighted blankets. Same. Ever I since. love Mike. And you yeah. know what? You can't you can't really judge a man by his heart, but no. you can judge a man by his fruits. Ooh, and what, the guy's what? got... What if you Preach. say can, can you can you judge a man by his cover? Because <laughs> he does. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> his low hanging fruits. Mm. So reverse. You have some. Yeah, some, boy. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you have some questions Damn, that boy. that you want to ask this thick ass podcast. TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, you guys know I like to ask questions. I always got, I always have my, me and my damn questions. But go for it. So, like worst, worst case scenario, if everything just absolutely went to shit, and it, it came down to you either had to get the vaccine, or you couldn't use a touchscreen cell phone ever again. You had to be like, you had to go back to either a pager or a flip phone. Yep. And you like couldn't that. really use the internet. The only thing you could <laughs> use is like a laptop an email to communicate with people. Could you go back to 1990? Yes. Could you go back to living that way? I've and actually been thinking the, about getting yeah. a flip phone <laughs> again, honestly. Could you do that? that could you guys could you guys put I the would, touch screen? Oh yeah. Okay, here's rid of the screen in your hand. Here's the thing. I would love to live that way. I, I'm going to Could I'm you a, do it though? Could I'm, you do it? I'm going to honestly yes. answer on behalf of Noah and I because we are both old enough to have lived through it. I've we, traveled around the United States multiple times using a fucking map. So I'd be fine. So have I. So have I. Uh, I have a map in my truck. Get me a rotary phone. I'm down. How dare you? Uh, yeah, I, think, I think Noah could probably handle it too. Nick, you were born in what year? 92. So you did not experience any of those. I, I had a flip phone. My I first had a pager. Okay. It was a worst well, thing ever. What was you guys' first phone? Mine was a Motorola Razor Black. So, so I had an LG flip Same. phone, the one with the mirror on the front. <laughs> 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 it was the gayest phone I had. I got roasted. It, it, it sounds school. both. I got roasted by people that didn't even have phones yet. It's, I had yeah, the one. Blackberry, I had the. the oh, I the love slide. the Blackberries. They were the shit. Blackberry. Dude, I was such a Blackberry person until I went to Apple. Me too. So I had every Blackberry all the way up until they stopped making them for the public. To, to answer your yeah. question, I one hundred percent. I would. I would do it. Easy. You're, yep. you're enough of an outdoorsy. I just remember how good life. Remember yep. how good life was oh. before everybody had their fucking nose yep. on a, in a, in a screen, looking at a screen in their hand. I deleted Facebook from my phone for like a month. I was the happiest I'd been in like. I still <laughs> as like a social. But like, then there was comment sections that needed body bagging. And then so I came, came back. back and I was like, I just use the web app and, and it back. makes it so it makes it so less fun to use Facebook that I'm just like whatever. Fuck I it. just it's not Facebook I, anymore. I just like, cringe every time I go on Facebook, so I can't anymore. Yeah, is this Facebook spent, still I spent a, thing? a lot of time traveling out there, and, and I went to Europe. I've been all over Europe, oh, so yeah. even in South America. Yep. And you know what I noticed when I first started doing it was that. When you go over there, people are walking around, and when you go, I don't, if you go to London, people don't have their face buried in their phone. 
This is like in America, it's really bad because they don't want to yeah. get stabbed. A lot of America is probably the worst country when it comes to that. But I think, Dude, to be it's, honest, it's not it like would... that when you go over when you go overseas, it's not like that. People well, it's getting there. The other day, there. I was hanging out with my son, okay. and he's four, and he told me, "Daddy, put your phone down." When he said that, I was like, "You're like, oh, okay." Aww. It gives you a bad feeling oh, when you say that. I was like, yeah. "Excuse me, I go throw up in the bathroom." <laughs> so to answer your <laughs> question is like. <clears throat> Could I do it? I could easily do it. Yeah, I think we could all do the it. The only problem would be like, the only reason I have Facebook still, is I just don't to like keep in touch lost. with people. That's is nice. Yeah. That's um, you know some family members that I don't see very often, but yeah, screw them. I'll just. Uh, but it makes you miss them more. Makes send them Christmas yeah. pictures or whatever. But to be to to your answer, it'd be a non-hesitant one hundred percent yes. Nice. Because it would cause me to be outdoors more and to be more intuitive with my kids because I find myself, face face. the only hard part I would have is all the music I have on my phone. That's I the have thing too, man. Hey, literally like a decade of music. Yeah, and I have a decade of music of... Well, um, I have a old ass iPod that still works in my truck. There you go. <laughs> oh, I have wow. the, yeah. the See, I, I would just get it popping with that, and that'd be good to go. Apple Apple watches. I have the old one, the the small square screen, uh-huh. like the, with the clip. I still have that one. I only listen to podcasts now, so I can prepare for the show. So. Yeah, I legit still have like a fucking busted ass like silver iPod video. I, iPod, not a, not even the video, the older one, and it's just plugged in my truck. Classic, and it, every once in a while, I'll just be like. Bluetooth ox. Do you guys remember <laughs> illegally downloading music? Oh, no. Oh, Napster. No. I would never no. do that. Of course yeah. not. No, oh, definitely Napster. not. All right, reverse. Napster. I remember friends that did that. In my, bre- I mean. in my breathiest voice possible. Reverse. Mm. What else do you have uh, for us? Your sex phone voice. Mm. So <laughs> just imagine, just imagine like the generation that can't separate with the phone. Yeah. They're like so dependent. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I... I gave somebody a tip. I was like, yo, if you're ever if you're ever in a protest and like it turns into a riot and people are trying to beef with you, most people will have their phone like right. in front of their face, yeah. trying to videotape everything. Smack their phone out of their hand and watch them crumble. Like they They have nothing. Literally they can't think of anything else. If someone's trying to attack you, they most of the time have their that. phone in their hand while from, they're trying to do it. From a pr- crazy. perspective of someone who practices martial arts, if they have their phone in their hand, they're obviously not blocking. And what do you type with on your phone? Roundhouse kick. Your dominant hand. Yeah. That means you just have a clear shot to their jaw. Unless they're you're not, gonna, they're you're not gonna. You block. also have a clear. I shot I saw to, these two girls at a bar try to get in a fight, and to the one girl nuts. had her phone out, and she was talking shit with her phone, like she was about to beat this other girl's ass while videotaping. The other girl just took her phone and chucked it across her room. The other girl lost her fucking mind, like. She couldn't even contain herself. Yeah. She ran. Like, she couldn't. <laughs> she just fell apart. <laughs> my phone. Yeah, so all these, like, oh, uh, autonomous zones and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Like, Don't I mean, even get me started on these zones. Oh, yeah, but, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. If if there's, like. Oh, yeah. If there's. Sh- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's shitty cell service around there and they're running off, like, pirated Wi-Fi or whatever, <laughs> it's like, why don't you just send somebody in there with, like, a Wi-Fi de-author or something like that? Like, with a router? I have, no, like, <laughs> I have one of those. Like, you could literally just go into the Starbucks or whatever, and you could fire up this little device, and it just freaking, it puts song lyrics on every, uh, wow. on every Wi-Fi platform. Reverse, you got, what else you got for us? Got any other questions? Um, nah, man. Uh, well, 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 here's 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 the good thing, because as we enter our last segment here, and one that we may have oversought 
as we gone through the podcast today, I have a question for you. Uh, what hour? Your top five, oh top one movies of all time. My top five. Your top one, top five my top movies. Top one out of my top five. No, oh, man. It's a segment that we like to call top one, top five movies. This it's, is a difficult question, dude. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, I can't do I'm this. Also, I'm, I'm giving Axia a, a really couple seconds to, to game plan while she she already knows because she listens to the show. Wow. She knew it was coming. Dude. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> come on, you got to give us something. Dude, this is tough. Nick, tough question. Nick's staring with an anticipation. I mean, who cares about movies anyways? How do you? Uh, well, I, I mean, you could I give really him love JK. at one point. <laughs> JK. Okay. All right. Um, shit, man. Yeah, it's not easy, is it? <laughs> no. I'm going to stick with my... I'm going to stick with my childhood, man. I'm going to go with the classic. I'm going to go with Hackers. Yeah, like oh, yeah, I like it. Ooh, Angelina Jolie in that one. Yeah, I'm an '80s baby. I was born '84. Nice. That movie is fucking awesome, and it still seems relevant today. It's like timeless. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so you're getting there. Pressure's off now. You got the first one out there. Yeah. Just let the other four roll off your tongue. <laughs> Definitely Matrix One. Gotcha. Yeah. No one said that. Yet, yeah. They? And then I like fucking Thor Ragnarok. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, decent, yeah. It's a good movie. Okay, it's giving Very me shit funny. About National Treasure. Hey, stop it. <laughs> national Treasure. Come on, two more, two more, two more. I know you got two more. I'm a, I'm a National Treasure show. You sure are. I used to be like a really like a movie fanatic. A, All right, favorite movies, Nicolas Cage movie. I'm not naming any like really good prestigious movies right now. I'm just kind of winging it, but I will say um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was really fucking good. Yes. I like that movie. Yeah. You know that there's like a 22 hour uncut version of that movie. You know what else? Two hour. It's like 22 <laughs> hours. The it literally, the, yeah, there, there's also so funny. There's I was also, laughing so loud in the when. Oh my God! When he pulled out the fire, the uh, yes, the and then he explains dude. it to the neighbor later, and he's like, "Yep, I tortured her to death." So and what's your what's your last <laughs> your last entry in your top one, top five? Movies? I like I like Quentin Tarantino movies. Okay, give and it. That was, that was a great one. That was a good one for him to go out on. If that's his last movie, that was great. He said he's got one more, but nobody knows. We'll see. You got one more yeah, for we'll, us. We'll see, man. One more for us. Reverse. Give us one more. Uh, one more movie. Just something you, you see it on. Doesn't matter what part of the movie it's in. You could watch the rest of it. It's in between Reservoir Dogs and uh, Pulp Fiction. I'm I'm gonna say Pulp Fiction. There yeah. you go. Now, now here we go. Just for the sake of argument, give us your top one, top one, My top one, top one Nicolas Cage movie. Top one Nicolas Cage movie. Face off, dude. Okay, there you go. Face off. <laughs> Even Nick. Axia. That is horrible. I'm going to move on to you. Your face oh, was surprised. Face disrespectful. Off. Oh, don't ask me about. I know shit about movies. I don't know anything. Axia, how about this? How about this one? I, I'll let you off the hook. Face easy. off was the. Yo, if you watch Face Off now, you're going to be so disappointed. How about this one? Because this was before they could like. 
The fight scenes are so corny, bro. Well, what about, the camera clip. well, there's also my favorite line from that whole movie. I could eat a peach for hours. Uh. <laughs> Actually, just give us your top one. TikTok. Top one movie of all time. What's your favorite movie? I don't have a favorite. I barely watch movies, gotta, so I don't know. Nothing? What? I don't know. I well, I know that there's something. All right, well, well, we'll let you off the hook today, but I'll tell you this: because Nicolas Cage is such a poor <laughs> actor, I'm sure your parents watched a lot of his movies in Romania. No, <laughs> my, my parents didn't let me watch. Okay, all I was allowed to watch was Veggie Tales, so I was like 14. So Oof. I don't know a lot about movies and TV and all that stuff. So I was very restricted as a kid. And look at you now. What is that I'm one movie? I'm pretty fucked up, so did we let's watch, go. Did we watch the trailer for the new... <laughs> it was me and another co-worker watched the trailer for the new Nicolas Cage movie. No, you have to show it to me offline and after is the show. straight to Netflix? It's pretty... It's like... No, it's, uh, from, it's from the directors who produced movies for Netflix. It's literally like Yo, a college team. Who's been in more movies, Nicolas Cage or Samuel L. Jackson? Nicolas Cage has uh, one of the Cage records. He's sure. been in like yeah. over 230 movies. Okay, we but then... then that same question, but uh, okay. quality movies. I'm going to find the trailer oh, for this. Samuel I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to let you, you know. You sure aren't. <laughs> Hold on. For everyone's homework, I'm not going to. Just tell us the name so we can. I'm going to look up. All right, this is what we're going to do. I'm gonna, this is going to be a first for our show. Mm-hmm. We're going to. Nick's going to find the name of the movie, and then we're going to put a poll up. Would you watch it? And okay. then we're going to read the results to Nick la- next week. <laughs> okay. So The I, name is a little. I have a feeling you're going to be severely disappointed. Okay, it's. Do you want to know the name yes. first? <laughs> okay, this is not helping my case. Just mm. read the name. Yeah, it's it's called Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. I'll read the the description. It's the synopsis. Two, it's like two sentences. Is that some like? Uh, yeah, it is two sentences. It literally just came out. It says the you, description. You know, it's is, funny. We we just took a break. In between this entering this last segment, and and Noah and I were talking, and I was like, "Wow, this turned out to be a really great show." And then here we are at yeah. Willy's Wonderland. Is this okay. the one where he fights the fucking circus boss? Wait, <laughs> yeah. does, does this brief synopsis say "Down and Out Detective Nicholas Cage"? No, but it does say when. Right, let's hear it for this. When scene. his car breaks down, a quiet loner agrees to clean an abandoned family fun center in exchange for repairs. He soon finds himself waging <laughs> war against. Possessed animatronic mascots while trapped inside Willy's Wonderland. In a world. Does he want to steal the decoration? Does he want to steal the decoration of independence? Be honest with you. (laughs) God, we gotta relabel those buttons. You wanna know what this actually this actually the the trailer is pretty epic. I've watched it probably four or five times. See the poll coming across our social media. Well, I guess we can uh, agree to disagree on future viewings of any Nicolas Cage movies. I'm going to watch it. I don't give a fuck. You want to know what's funny? special effects look epic. This weekend, James from We The People Radio sent me a text message, and he was watching National Treasure. <laughs> so he sent, me, he sent me like a short video of him watching TV. Um, before we get into anything, and I'm going to start off with Axia, because ladies first. Why don't you tell us where any of our listeners who heard the show today can find you on social medias just for the sole fact of following your solid content. Yeah, so you can find me on Axia Quinn underscore 5.0. And if you're into nature, Axia in the wild. And you can find me on my Telegram, which is the link is in my Axia 5.0 and 6.0. And that's where you can find me. Sounds like a lot of backup accounts. Possible nukings? Yeah, probably. 
they're in the future so who knows better be prepared perfect thank you for coming down with us today and then reverse anybody that wants to follow you across any of the social media platforms that you're available don't you let everybody who's listening to the show know where you're at yeah follow me at reverse mockingbird and um if i get nuked just in case follow at the defiant party nice or at the reverse mockingbird project Hmm. yeah thank you again for on super short notice coming down um, the Steak for Breakfast podcast can be found across all social media and podcasting platforms. You can subscribe, rate, and comment to our show on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. Um, our website is steakforbreakfast.com. Our Instagram is Steak for Breakfast Podcast. And our backup account is Steak for Podcast. Steak for Breakfast Podcast is our main one. There, I got it. I don't even have to go back. Our, we're on Twitter at DOS, <laughs> D-O-S 23-T-R-E-S. And we're on Gab at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. Download the shows, listen, like, follow, and share. It's not that hard. On our Instagrams, hit the notification bell. We got a lot of fire content coming on there all the time. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Odyssey, Stay Ready Gear, Man Rubs, West Coast Survival Arms, Mediocre Medic, and Dump Box. You can find them all across Facebook, Twitters, Instagrams, and at their websites. Um, show credits this week go to James from We the People, Jasmine and Austin from Russian Disinformation, Tom Pappert from The National File, and of course, the Reverse Mockingbird and Axie Quinn. Uh, our upcoming shows right now, next week we're going to be with Ray and Coda from Qtards FM, and we're going to get uh, a vibe and a feel from them what's going on, not only in Big Dick Ronland, but also in the UK. They had a massive protest uh, to end the lockdowns this weekend, and they have another one planned for early May, so we want to hear all the information about that. Ron Dick Island? Ron Dick Island. <laughs> on the 18th- Sounds like where I want to go. <laughs> it's where we all want to go. On the 18th of May, we'll have Lala Beam circling back, and Reverse, you'll be on with her later this week, correct? Lala! Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe to her her uh, podcast, and, and she's always got solid content coming out. She's one of the favorites of our show. Um, yeah, catch me on there. Yeah, on the 11th of May, we'll be with the Matrix Assassins. That's and, my birthday. Well, happy early birthday, and we'll have a podcast for you that day as a present. Mine's coming up yeah, on the boy. 20th. Nice. Yeah, yeah boy, Taurus season. And on yeah, the twenty season, baby. On the twenty fifth of May, we'll circle back with the Orange Men who were supposed to come on today, but we're filled with Reverse Mockingbird and Axia Quinn, and we did a pretty good job with that. That's all right. So, um, our friends of the week, Cleo three, mm-hmm. Destroy Fear twenty two. Our friend Priscilla, mm-hmm. What's Up seventeen, Rise of the Phoenix period in between each word also what's up 17 17 also period in between each word what i mean to say dr red pill official patriotic babe i feel like i'm forgetting somebody who could it be oh baby cakes 2.0 bread man friend (laughs) every time daily bread make sure you follow the daily bread gotta love the brebs as well they always got solid slash and or fire content he's always baking so until next week, ladies and gentlemen, stay strong, stay in the fight, keep your eyes focused on what's happening forward. Remember, 2,000, 10,000, 20,000, a million-year-old death cults, they don't die in a year nope. or two. <laughs> nope, not just with memes. It takes more than that. <laughs> but it still takes... overnight. It does take a healthy mm-hmm. dose of memes, too. <clears throat> just yes, so it know. does. Memes oh. for life. Oh, Nick, you got something before we close out? I'm still upset about this whole <clears throat> meat thing. Nah. If you haven't been on board yet, the fact that some terrorist, domestic terrorist is trying to limit your meat consumption. Eat your meat. No one cares. That should be the line drawer there. It ain't never going to happen. Yeah. 
You're damn right it's not gonna happen. Not up in this household. Literally my whole fridge is like meat and I have to grill or smoke what's gonna expire first. See, this is what That's happens. literally every day of like I'm about to say Thanks for listening, and this has been the Steak Breakfast Podcast. We'll see you next week. And Nick just got to where we needed you to be two hours ago. <laughs> I just been I get pissed off of like, who is this asshole that's going to tell me what I can and cannot eat? It's never going right. to happen. But on that note, eat this meat. Exactly. I want to thank one more time Axia Quinn. Thank you for coming out. Reverse Mockingbird. Thank you for coming down. Yes, sir. And until Love next you week, guys. guys, continue Love to hold guys. that line. This has been the Steak for Breakfast podcast. On behalf of the show, I'm Roan. No. You're listening. I love you too, Nick. <laughs> and I like steak. And we will 100% for sure USDA beef. <laughs> see you meat. next week. This has Love been the Steak for Breakfast podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.